Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Every child deserves a chance to live their best life and celebrate every moment. You can help St. Jude Children's Research Hospital give kids with cancer that chance. When you support St. Jude through your employee giving program, you can help make cures possible for kids with cancer. Together, we can save more lives. Help the kids of St. Jude today one paycheck at a time by making a payroll deduction gift through your employee giving program. Coming up on TMS, Taco Bell Hot Sauce, Cleaning Pennies and Colons. Sending out an OSO. Raised to say hooker. Kempt and shoveled. Paging Dr. Slenderfinger. This dryer blows. Snorting road coke. I'm not hearing the theme. (laughs) Better not call Badger. There'll be no ringy-dingy, no dryers, and no Lieutenant Yar. Why did my aunt cancel me on Facebook? Half horse, half man, satyr. Sussy vinegar. George Clooney's big meat fists. Gobbling books with Amy. There's something to remember with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. And now, the theme. Let me let the cat out of the bag right from the beginning. This presentation is a factual examination of the rap and dance music scene from a perspective. Yellow creature gobbles dots while being pursued through maze by monsters. The Morning Stream. Sawed-off sadistic bastard? You betrayed us! This is the Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Thursday, April 6th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That is Brian Hibbett. That's right. Uh, the, the H is silent, though. Don't pr- you don't pronounce the H. No, it's just there. It's just there to let you know. Hey, I'm an H. Yeah, way back in Brian's uh, Brian's line of people, they had the H in there, but they took it out before they came to America to strike That's out right. a new plan. Exactly. They, yeah. they left it back in uh, Birmingham. Yep. With the Peaky Blinders and. Uh... <laughs> yep, that's where it'll stay. That's where that H that's lives right. now. Yep, it's the that's one right. H club there in uh, Birmingham, England. <laughs> Anyway, hey everybody, welcome back to the show. It's uh, it's me and Brian. We got stuff to do today. It's a Thursday, which means the week is winding down in a uh, uh, in a way. Not really. It is still plenty is. to do, but you know, feels like it's winding down. Yeah, plenty to do that I wasn't hoping that I wasn't planning on doing. I took my car for an oil change yesterday. I told you, I don't know if I mentioned on the show that it's been squeaking, even though I had new brakes installed last week. Crazy neighbor installed new brakes for me. Mm. Um, the brakes have been squeaking still, 
And uh, I had to do an oil change anyway. So I'm, while I was there, I said, hey, do you mind just peeking in, looking at the brakes and just seeing if you notice anything unusual about them? Yeah. And the guy says, all right, your oil's all changed. And uh, yeah, looks like one of your brake pads is cracked. Oh, oh shit. Damn it. That's a, yeah. that's a, wait, is that a part of what Dave replaced or did for you? That is there? part of what Dave replaced. Yeah, he replaced the brake pads. Dave, come on, man. But no, no, I'm sure it was a, <laughs> sure it was a manufacturer <laughs> defect. I'm yep. sure. Yeah, I'm positive. Uh, I'm positive it was that. It was nothing else. So, no other yeah, chance. So I think I might be, because he's, I don't know if he's going to be available today. So I think I might just be replacing that one on my own, but I can do that. That's an easy enough. Have thing. you done that before? I've never done a brake before. Have. Yeah, okay. changing brakes. And my God, you can, uh, going to the store and buying brake pads, mm-hmm. uh, 30 40 bucks for for two pairs of brake pads for your front wheels frick uh and about an hour and a half of work you know you what go they, to the, uh, they charge go to the too shop much. and do it yeah it's going to be 400 350 to 400 dollars yeah we're that that's i'm never doing that again i'll never do that again yeah youtube oh. video i hate to say this is where this is where the neo learning uh kung fu and us learning from the youtube is kind of like where it's at you learn how to change it or replace a brake pad on youtube and there are really good tutorials on how to do it oh i'll bet yeah that would make my dad really proud if he knew i was doing that because i'm i'm notoriously bad at car stuff but i've done oil i've done brake fluid Mm -hmm. i replaced an oil filter a few times yeah what else that might be it (laughs) i don't know what else i'm doing in there you know not really a car guy yeah but uh, that uh, slide cool. says you change your own brakes, but don't do your own oil, which is like 500 times easier. Uh, he's saying to me, yeah, but it's cheap to have somebody else do my oil. It's expensive to have somebody else do my brakes. It's, yeah, it's, it's just a value about, proposition. It's less about, you know, can I make more money doing freelance for an hour versus working on my oil for an hour? Yeah, yeah. you can get more with freelance. It's just a can value. I, it's just a value thing. You just have it's to a total value yeah, proposition. Exactly. I get that. Like yeah. if they were charging five hundred bucks to change your oil, you'd do your own oil, of course. I would do my own oil exactly. Yeah, yep. yeah. it's all about it's all about price and and um, I don't know where your head's at. I guess <laughs> exactly. But it's a valid. It is a valid question. Slide one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I guess there were a million two hundred thirty-four five hundred sixty-six. Uh, slides before you there are a lot of those yeah man way more than you would think more slides than uh than uh, one would expect many, many slides i also i guess i did an air filter once so that's one other thing oh and i've changed well know. air filter yeah yeah that's air filters unscrew, are easy unscrew, unscrew, lift a thing plop yep. in an air filter close it yeah fill have, you done, some, have you changed a battery i have changed a battery that's true there you go that's easy times. it's not hard yeah. uh, i did a i even did the thing on the road with the coke uh, where you pour it, the contacts aren't working good on an old corroded snort, battery. Uh, no, <laughs> I snort coke and then change my tires. <laughs> <laughs> Got it done in eight minutes. Yeah, it was <laughs> amazing. And I never needed to sleep. I kept driving. No, I yeah. went, I uh, poured, you pour, the, the old thing was if you pour coke on a corroded contact on a battery, that it will... Yeah. That'll all melt away, and It'll it worked. Clean the corrosion off the battery. Yeah, yeah. It freaking worked. And but then I, you know, I didn't have that realization of like, well, I can't drink Coke again because that's weird that it, it does that, and yet we're drinking. <laughs> you know, I never. I just I didn't even yeah. connect the two. I just kept drinking Coke like it was no problem. But yeah, yeah. If you ever, if you ever want to, you know, these science experiments. Uh, Got an old penny that looks all rough and haggard and, and mm-hmm. gross. A uh, little bit of Taco Bell hot sauce. Only hot works. Fire, Diablo, medium, none of the other ones work. But their hot sauce will make that penny look brand new. What's in there that does that? I don't know, but I still put it on my freaking Burrito Supreme. Me too. I like the hotter yeah. one. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know you could clean your pennies with Taco Bell hot sauce. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's just the, is it just the vinegar in the hot sauce? Oh, oh is that what it is? Yeah. Just vinegar does That's it? Boring then. Yeah. Right. But then also now I'm now I'm looking sus at uh, vinegar. I don't trust vinegar now. <laughs> you just rub some salt and vinegar potato chips on that penny. And That's right. Good as new. Yeah. We're dipping eggs in it for Easter. Uh, we're exactly. boy, what the hell's yeah. going on with big, uh, <laughs> big, big corporate vinegar? That's right. We're trying to think of a good one of the one of the corporations. I guess Heinz is the big vinegar. Like I think we have Heinz vinegar in our. Oh, do they, are they a big pur, uh, purveyor of vinegar? I don't know if they're big, but I know that. I'm pretty sure that's the brand we have. Yeah. Have you ever had a thing where, um, except for the balsamic? Oh yeah, the balsamic. Yeah, you can. That stuff's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever uh, an apple cider vinegar is very good. Apple cider vinegar is the one you're supposed to like drink a cap full every day. And yeah, I can't tell. I guess healthy. I haven't looked that deep, but I haven't. I haven't. Is that a, like a medically recommended thing from professionals in the field, or is that just some lady going? Ooh, I, I did That's a shot a, of that a that day. Is definitely a uh, uh, Dr. Jerry or uh, uh, Dan Patrice question. Well, Dan's coming on the seventeenth, so we'll sit, maybe we'll save that. Ooh, for him. let's save that one for yeah, yeah, for sure. He can debunk it or bunk it. Okay. <laughs> That's always a weird thing. Bunk means yeah, crap, yeah. or I think Seinfeld did this joke. The yeah, he did. There's an episode where they talk about it. Yeah. The bunk when you say debunk, mm-hmm. okay, it means demystify or uh, you know make find out what's really real. You know that's debunking. Yeah, but then bunk is that's a bunch of crap. That's bunk. Right, right. It's not like you're saying, oh, you know, that's that your idea is really bunk. That's a stupid thing. <laughs> it's stupid that we do that. It's the same as like you don't say you don't uh, see somebody. Uh, you know, coming down the stairs after getting all dressed up to go out for a night on the town, you don't say, wow, you look very kempt. Right. <laughs> right. You'd look very kempt. Oh, wow, well, that's good because so I was because I was so unkempt last night. Yes, know? exactly. All right. So I was going to ask you this. Do you ever or have you ever had a thing where you'll say something not knowing about a thing that happened? And had you known, you would never have said that thing because that thing, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is yeah. so like tied to the thing that happened that you didn't know about. But it seems like you're making fun of the thing, even though you never heard oh, of it. Oh God, I know exactly. Like, oh, how's that lazy ass dog of yours? Oh, right, this passed, happened passed to me away last week. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, see, exactly. This happened to yeah. me just before the show. So, oh no, check okay, this out. You do? It's really stupid. Um, I made a tweet that said. Well, in fact, I'll read it. I'll give you the exact tweet. Okay. This is on Twitter. The fully functioning, perfectly wonderful, never had a problem Twitter. <laughs> no issues whatsoever. Won't uh, die in a fire within a year uh, Twitter. No, it's all going great over there. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I wrote. As a general rule, I think every prank YouTuber should get beat up by their victims at least once. Now, that seems fine. Whatever, get, get a good punch yeah, from somebody you're yeah, pissing sure. off in like, the mall. Uh, for like, for I, a Jake Paul or something. Yeah, yeah I hate these yeah. guys. I can't stand prank yes. YouTube. I hate it. Yes. I think it's mean. I think it's awful. And I hate how popular it is. So yeah. anyway, there's that whole, that's just me and my little statement. And then I'm informed by, I don't know, half a dozen people. Um, in fact, it was kind of hinty at first. They're like, well, maybe not shot in the gut, though. Or maybe not something, something. They keep referring to the shooting. And I went. I didn't say anything about shooting. I'm just talking about, you know, smack the guy or something. Yeah. I dig down a little deeper. There's some story about a recent YouTube pranker who got shot in the gut and killed because oh, God. he tried to prank somebody and the guy pulled a gun and killed him. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. No. I had no idea. Zero idea. This is oh, like completely no. out of my purview. I had no idea. So when I said this, 
It's like saying, I don't know, on JFK's murder day, me going, ah, the president sure likes to go back into the left, you know, or whatever, whatever joke right, I would exactly, make. Exactly. And not knowing that, oh, he just was killed in Dallas like five minutes ago. I don't know. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is Twitter sucks. I guess it's, that's what I <laughs> Exactly. I, I take it you didn't get a single person that said, oh, Scott, you might not have heard uh, the recent news that came out about the, uh, the no, YouTube no. got shot. Funny yeah. enough. Funny enough. They uh, Clearly, I know you well enough to say that, that uh, you wouldn't have put this tweet had you known. So I apologize for having to be the one to let you know. Mm. Yeah. No, I kind of hate how that, well you just... more than 288 characters? You, no, you just is. summed it up so well. Like, that's the missing piece. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. All the other interactions, fine. It's like say stuff, reply to stuff, do stuff, yes. whatever. But no one ever stops to go. Maybe, just maybe, they didn't know about it. Yeah. Exactly. You know where you'll get that? You'll get that in the Frog Pants Discord. That's Will right. You get it anywhere else? That's right. You might get something on YouTube from a family member. I mean, not YouTube, uh, Facebook, Facebook from a family member. But that's about it. That, and that's a stretch that they'll even do that. That's for a you. stretch. Yeah. yeah. So go go to the. That's the. Hey, this has been a long <laughs> loop back uh, commercial for our Discord, uh, frogpants.com slash Discord. Go join today. You'd be welcome. Why did my aunt just cancel me on Facebook? <laughs> I have an aunt that I wouldn't mind canceling me on Facebook. <laughs> that's as much as I'll say about that. Um, sure. A sure reminder. A big fan of cancel culture too. Oh, of course. A <laughs> uh, quick reminder to folks that the morning form happened on Monday, and that you still have the weekend to uh, get in there before Monday. So go to frogpants.com slash the morning form and uh, take this week's uh, survey. And uh, all you have to do is take the survey. You don't have to do anything special because you'll be pulled at random for the win. Uh, next You'll Monday. actually neither take nor leave the survey. It will just provide your answers to said survey. That's correct. And it's uh, it's all about best TV slash movie genres, none of which are misspelled to say uh, Ragnarok. All right. So it's a good week. <laughs> good. It's a good week uh, for everybody. So go do that. Um, we got a call about the, our theme. You know how I, I put out the word? I said, hey, musically inclined people, you want to oh, take a yeah. crack at our theme? We'd love to play it, you know? Yeah. Uh, apparently, I got a couple of files waiting for me. I haven't checked the the mail since that happened, but um, yeah, I, I will. Chuck uh, Robinson has got uh, is either something in the works or maybe it's already arrived. Oh, I didn't know that. I have to go check. Um, that's awesome. So I'm going to play this call because it's weird and I can't figure it out. So here it is. Check it out. Hey, this is Jared from Omaha. I have to lodge a complaint that I didn't know I had until I heard you say that you wanted to get musicians to do the theme. <clears throat> and I realized I haven't heard the theme for weeks and weeks and weeks. I don't know if it's because I'm a Patreon and it doesn't play the theme, but when you guys do the pre-show, it then goes straight into the show and you start talking and I never hear this theme. I don't hear the band Skyhawk theme. I don't hear the Bow theme. I don't hear any themes and I want to hear the theme. And it's the theme. Give me the theme. That's all. <laughs> Bye. All right. This makes no sense to me because every single file I post, Patreon or not, because yeah. Patreon includes a bunch of pre-show, that's true, but then as soon as the pre-show ends, you hear Brian and I do the top of the show the coming up on. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our titles, exactly. And then we roll into like some goofy clip like you heard today. You heard this. Uh, this guy. Let me let the cat out of the bag. That guy with his uh, Christian rock fart, whatever it was. And then you hear this. Whoops. That's quiet. Sorry. This. Or this. Or this. You hear the theme. 
Every yeah, time. Yeah. So I thought, wait, for weeks, what's he talking about? I go back just in case, like, I effed up and it's entirely sure, possible sure. I screwed up. To see if there's an audio issue or Yeah, maybe I glitched yeah. it out or I started a mark or two earlier. Who knows? It's all possible. And I'm not, you know, I wasn't I wasn't immediately like incensed. I was like, well, wait a minute, maybe I screwed up. So I went back and I just checked them all. Yeah. They all have the theme. Yeah. So is he I mean, it would be it? more work for you to edit those out than it would be to leave them in because oh, we record it live. Yeah, yeah, it'd be 100% a pain in the ass to do that. So you guys, when you're here live, you hear the theme every day. And, yeah. and I don't, and that's the one I use in the final show. I don't go back and edit anything. So my guess is he's skipping pre-show and and ends up right after the theme or something. I don't, I know. don't know. Yeah. All right. So there you go, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's really if, weird. Okay. Yeah, if you're listening, it's like, what was his name? Hold on. What was his name? His name was... Hey, this is Jared from... Jared. Jared from Jared. Oklahoma. Uh, Ohio? Whatever it was. <laughs> you, uh, you're, you just... Odessa? Yeah, Odessa. Go go check out a full version of the file. They're all on the feed. And just tell me that you're... I, I just... I got so flummoxed by this, and I don't have a way to contact yeah, him, so... it's really weird. I don't want Are you people, sure you're listening to our show? Yeah, is it our show? You're not hearing somebody say, uh, NPR needs your help, uh, give me a tote bag, or, you know, it's not like that. Yeah. You don't hear Joe Rogan talking. If, if you're not hearing those things, if you're hearing Brian and I, then okay, you're here. Yeah. yeah what we need to do, one of our titles today, someone needs to submit this, is, uh, uh, and now the theme and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. <laughs> I'm sure something's already brewing in the chat. If There's I had a to lot guess. of people doing like, "Where's the theme, dude? Where's my theme, etc." But we need to we need to have a title. The last title we say in today's intro needs to be, and now the theme. Yeah, yeah. And here and here is the theme. That's right. Terrible. After idea. this short audio clip of somebody saying something dumb, here's the theme. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if you'll get back to me and let me know what, what you mean, or if you found it or what happened there, I just, I cannot sleep well, not knowing if this guy's getting the full show. <laughs> it's driving me crazy in my head. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Uh, we also got one about being alone. Brian, we've talked a bunch about how, uh, you're a pretty good bachelor when Tina leaves town, I think. I am. Yeah, I think there's uh, there's something about being two um, two hookers per week. Yeah, uh, just just out of yeah, that's a good minimum. You don't want to go because I mean, there's still five days. I probably should get chores done and yeah. play some video games. Yeah, yeah, two hookers is enough for any really anyone sorry, of, sex of our workers. age. Sorry, sorry, sex workers. Sorry, sorry, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we were raised to say hookers. We're trying. We're doing our best. Anyway. Uh, we're raised to say hookers. That's just what everyone said around us. It's not like our mom yeah, sat yeah, me yeah, and Brian yeah. down and said, now, honey, <laughs> no, no. say hooker. Exactly, no. Yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was my point. Oh, so, and we've talked about how me, Dunaway, and a few others I know of are terrible bachelors when our wives leave. We're mm-hmm. awful at it. I have a theory that it has uh, more, a, a little bit anyway to do. I think Brian's just an independent spirit, but I think it also has a little bit to do with being an only child. When you kind of left to yourself a lot or you don't have a brother or sister vying for attention or any of that i think it might be uh just a natural slide into that space whereas some of us are just like i'm used to all this people (laughs) telling me what to do or whatever and we just somehow we want it i don't know why we do that anyway without understanding how it works entirely i want to play this uh, thing from amanda who wrote in so here you go hi my name's amanda i'm calling for tms i was just listening to one of your 
past shows where uh, Brian Dunaway was on his own for a week uh, without the spouse and kids, and you guys were talking about how Brian Ibbett is probably the best bachelor, but still you guys can't be left on your own for very long. I just wanted to pipe up that as a woman, I am horrible by myself. If my husband is gone for a week or so, I am completely worthless. I go to bed late. I don't get up on time. I eat crappy foods. I play video games all day. So it's not just the guys that struggle. It's the women as well. Thanks for all you do. Bye. It's good to know. Wow. No kidding. That that surprises me. But because uh, yeah. I, whenever I always feel like, oh, you know, the women in our lives are the ones who are the, they're put together. They they know what they're doing. They're the ones, that, like you said, keep us on track. They're the ones who tell us what to do, and mm-hmm. we do it dut- mm-hmm. dutifully right. when uh, they're around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I would just expect that you know <laughs> it's across the board. <laughs> yeah, I would have too. Or I would have, at the very least, I guess I would have thought. I don't know. They're, they're just feel this again. It's just a lot of stereotypes in here. So forgive me, but my, my wife is just straight up better at life, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like life stuff, like making sure, Oh, do we have enough food for the week during the snowstorm? Do we, uh, know who's getting picked up and going where, when do the kids have their braces appointments? Like, I don't know any of this shit. Like I should, I'm not saying yeah. I shouldn't. This isn't like me. I'm, I'm not saying I should be, as a man, naturally absolved of all those responsibilities. <laughs> but she's so good at it that I just yeah. want to think about it. And when she leaves, then I'm like, oh, crap, I have to think about these things now. And, and I don't like it. And then I start getting in my own head about, oh, I hope I, hope I die before she does. Because... <laughs> You know, I can't do this. I'll be lost without her. Yeah, yeah, right. I can't do this. But I won't she know can do what it. to do. Yeah, but in my head, I'm like, she'll be fine. I'm not. What am I doing? You know, she's yeah. not gonna. She'll be okay if she leaves. <laughs> but anyway, it's an interesting uh, dynamic, and I appreciate the call. I think Amanda's one someone who called Skim before and is involved in something law enforcement wise. Anyway, oh, I think really? she's much cooler than she's letting on here. I think she's kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, September says, yeah, I'm surprised you guys have the gender, that gender role idea, regardless if putting it as a compliment, it's, you know, it's not even like we're trying to compliment women, which we do, but it's like, you know, we, we just always assume that you guys are so, so much better. I feel like you are better people. I'm sorry. Like I get, I get yelled at for this the, the, by, uh, uh, dudes rights people. They get mad when I say this, but I just think. Like when we've talked about it before, who would you rather get a massage from, or who who no, better yet, who which would which doctor would you like to have examine you? You know oh, your sure. most vulnerable state. I'm standing there. You got to check check my prostate. You know all these things that nobody wants to do. I prefer a woman, not because ooh a lady's gonna be none. It's sure. not that's not it. It's yes. that oh, I, I trust can't wait her to more. Turn my head and cough. I trust her more. Yeah. I just do, and I don't know why what that is in me. But I've always had a lot of really strong women in my life, and I feel like uh, I just feel better. Like, you know, every once in a while, every once in like 30 years, a woman picks up a gun and kills somebody. Mm-hmm. Men yeah. do it every five seconds. <laughs> yes. every, yeah. every, every, every war that's ever been started in this world that I know of was started by some dude. Yeah, the women don't do it now. In a lot of cases, they were, you know, they were the societal. Uh, they were in their societies. They were very repressed and couldn't do anything, let alone start a war. But so I'm not, you know, I'm acknowledging what history is. <laughs> but my whole point is, 
I trust them more. I just straight up trust them more. I would trust. I would. I would trust a female president more. I would trust. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. The, if the head of Disney was was female, I'd be. I'd be stoked. I don't know what it is. I just think they have better sense of like right and wrong. And I know this is. I realize I'm painting this with a broad brush, Brian. I know. I know. Yes. No. It's just. It's, it's just the 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 amount of extra paint you're using. Is the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging into the third can here. It started as a little doodle, and now it's turned into the uh, the, the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't no, know. No, I know exactly what you mean. Listen, uh, uh, doctor-wise, honestly, 99% of the time, I don't care if I get my regular GP or or uh, another doctor there or the one of the PAs, but if it's... Yeah, we need to do a prostate check. Okay, uh, who's who's got the skinniest fingers? Yeah, who's, who's got the, the yeah? You're going, for, <laughs> you're going for finger slenderness. Yeah, I mean, and as exactly, it turns yes. out, the the ladies uh, just naturally mus- muscle yeah. bone density and all that. Women have little yeah. skinny fingers. So I just did this. <laughs> right. I flipped my ca- I flipped my computer off. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get uh, uh, Janelle to to take a look at you. Oh, great. Um, is she more the? Um, the Ming Na Wen type or the Ronda Rousey type? What uh, you know, give me the? What a weird poll! <laughs> I know I couldn't. Sorry, God, I could not think of like a you know another small, uh, dainty like. Yeah, I would have gone like Anya Taylor Joy or something, but Brian oh, went Anya right. Anya Taylor Joy is a good one. Yeah, yes. go right to Ming Na Wen. Yeah. I think I think of ER is basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point because she was on there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you don't want you don't want George Clooney's big hairy knuckle up your no, butt. No, no. Maybe Anthony Edwards. He, he, you know, he got a slender, smaller figure. than than sure. He didn't have big meat fists. Yeah, like, uh, like <laughs> George Clooney. <laughs> ah, that wow. went places I didn't expect, but I'm glad we went there. <laughs> All right, one final thing before we call Amy. This is interesting. We got an email from Mark, the CPA in Portland. So we got an actual. Certified Ooh. public accountant. Excellent. Uh, who says this? Hello, Scott. CPA here. Uh, just listened to today's show, and I thought I'd clear up a common misconception about flat rate taxes because I was going on about, hey, it should, it should be 20 per 30%, whatever it is, and we're done, mm-hmm. which always mm-hmm. sounds good, right? But there's always there's the devil's in the details. So he says, sure. while the flat tax rate would certainly be bad for the billionaires, uh, it is really those on the lower end of the scale who would suffer the most. For someone near the poverty level, the amount of disposable income you have is much smaller than someone with a high income. For example, if I'm a rich guy and I make 100k per month, a 30% flat tax would leave me with $70,000 to spend. If I'm a poor guy scraping by on $1,000 per month, that flat tax would leave me with $700. Uh, that's 30% is going to affect the poor much more. Yeah. This is why flat taxes are well, often 30% described. of the 100% of the 10% <laughs> of the people making 45%. I, I admit, I will at least admit last night reading this email, I kind of heard it in his voice just a little <laughs> bit. But I more heard it in your impression of him than I heard yeah, it yeah, in yeah, building. Yeah, yeah. And my impression of him, I think, is really my impression of Larry David's impression of him, basically. Mm. I think, yeah. Which is, we all think is the best, right? We all like his I thing. I think so, yeah, yeah. I think so. Even though he even, Larry David even admits, I don't do a very good... Uh, Bernie Sanders, but I think it's great. He's got the and Dana Carvey it's... rule, though. It's like you've you the essence of of that is yeah. perfect for you because you're you're similar age. Your hair's all white and pulled yeah. back like that. Like you look like Bernie Sanders anyway. Exactly. So yeah, exactly works really so well. So anything you say, even partially sounding like him, is going to work. Yeah. Uh, but he goes on to say, this is why flat taxes are often described as regressive. They hurt 
those at the bottom much more. I thought I would clear that up. Mark the CPA. I hadn't, I hadn't, I mean, I'm bad at numbers anyway, but I hadn't thought of that at all. So that's really interesting. And I trust yeah, him. Sure. Even now, if he was a lady accountant, boy, would I trust him <laughs> even more. That's right. Our lady accountant. Uh, we have a we have a lady accountant uh, working on our taxes right now. Yes, that's right. Uh, smile one two three four five six seven eight whatever his name was. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. could do it ourselves, but uh, no, we, we can't do it ourselves. No, nope, there there's so another many... value swap, right? You you yes. find your time and your brain power more valuable than my sanity more valuable to whatever you got to pay. Uh, exactly. Totally. Yeah. No. It's and that's and and. Super complicated with me as it is for you because, you know, we've got the frog, the the uh, the podcast business. Mm-hmm. We've got the stuff I do for Lyft, which is now a separate business. Mm-hmm. We've got the freelance stuff that I do separately. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Tina's work. You know, we've got all these different things, and um, fortunately, just about everything I buy fits in one of those four categories. I know, right? That is okay. I'm going to go ahead and make. Uh, I'm going to add on to that and make an uh, an admission. From the podcast creator world, all right? Yes, The one nice thing about our jobs, especially if we have a diverse lineup. So here we have a kind of variety morning show. Later, I have a video game show. Uh, Right, a a movie show where we talk about streaming things on all the services. Absolutely. All those services, they they are write-offs. And by write-offs, we don't mean free. We mean that, you know, they're tax write-offs. If you don't know what that means, go read about it. Uh, everything that I do for travel of any kind, I can convert to that because yep. there's a chance I'll be doing work. In I do some meetups fashion. everywhere I go. Right. Uh, All right. You just make yeah. sure you do a meetup and you're good. Exactly. Um, every lunch I go to, I can write off. And uh, when we buy hardware, it's like, or, or in my case, I buy yeah. 50 Steam games this year. Yeah. Guess what? That whole yeah, thing. Right Frog Pants plays. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty great. Free Rangers jokingly says, so Brian can claim the cup noodles he bought as a tax writer for TMS? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Because <laughs> would I have bought it otherwise? No. I bought it to eat on the show. Yep. Of course. 100% yes. a work thing. As yes. weird as that sounds, it's, it, it I is. A, I have a, a, a card that I use specifically for all anything that, that is related to any of the freelance podcast lift whatever work that i do and Same. that's the one that uh which one do you so i use an american express because they give me big rewards at the end of the year what do you do mm, for yeah that i have a southwest airlines uh card that gets me points and at the end of the year i can trade in those points to uh sit at the airport while they lose my luggage and can't fly me anywhere for christmas it's a Perfect. great it's what a great trade yeah no but seriously nine times out of ten and in the years i've had it it's been fantastic that uh um, the points, points, points you get at uh, with Southwest because we had the companion pass, uh, not last year. I'm sorry, we had it last year. We didn't have, we don't, I didn't get it this year, right? But, um, you know, if you for your business you're spending a hundred thousand dollars a year or something, or maybe it's even less than that because you get double and triple for certain categories, right? Um, you get companion pass so that when you buy a ticket for yourself, your wife, son partner whatever gets to go along free that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good if you're traveling a lot that seems like a no-brainer and if anybody out there is considering signing up hit me up i'll give you a code (gasps) and you'll start off with like fifty thousand points it'll be halfway to halfway to a companion pass for the year do you get something cool for that too do you get a benefit i I think i also get points yeah for sure when i refer somebody let's share points everybody get in there get that done no, I'd recommend doing it even without the points. That's a really good thing. You know, I'll give you one other little quick uh, credit card tip. Go. 
you're going to Disneyland, even if you never use it for anything else, mm. sign up for a Disney Visa because your first purchase is like 25% off. So your Disney trip all of a sudden just got super, super <laughs> cheap. Wow. That's a great and tip. Then, and then never use that card again. You've got a, a cute little Millennium Falcon credit card that you can show everybody that you'll you'll never use again. That's great. I think ours is through Costco. It's American Express, but it's through Costco. So we get oh, yeah. some huge so get Costco there, thing at the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. We love that because right around the holidays, you're like, where'd this 300 bucks come from? Let's go spend it at Costco on toys and stuff for the kids and whatever. It's pretty great. For sure. Uh, if you want and to be one of the about books, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say, if you want to uh, be a part of this kind of conversation, uh, send us one of those voicemails or texts to eight zero one four seven one zero four six two or the morning stream at gmail.com like our CPA friend did, and you could be sorry. on the show. All right. While you're getting Amy called up, I'll say big thanks to Ender Panda. He was the person who wrote in and didn't leave a name yesterday talking about uh, ghost insurance. Oh, so, okay, cool. Um, Ender Panda, uh, he reached out to me and said, oh, I'm so glad you guys enjoyed my my message about ghost insurance. And, and so I said, oh, oh that's well, awesome. You credit for it. Love yeah. giving you credit for the stuff you send, you guys. And if you don't remember to do it, just tell us later. We don't care. We just love to give you credit. Exactly. Speaking yep. of credit. Let's do some reading. One of the things that I enjoy also is reading. Same with us, nondescript man. I don't remember where I got that clip from. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to go ahead and do a little read this with Amy Robinson, who joins us now. Hi, Amy. Welcome back. Hello. Yeah, you know, I think that clip sounds like, it sounds a little bit like Matthew McConaughey, but like, not enough to where I'm sure that that's who it is. Oh, let me play. Let me try it again. Let me see if we can suss that out. One of the things that I enjoy also is. Oh, I just remember where I got it. I know where I got it. It's, um, it just hit me. It was one of those old eighties dating profile videos. And so that's a guy telling the, telling the ladies what he likes to do. I also enjoy reading and fishing and the whatever. And he goes on and on. That's where I got it from. Those, so. those were oh, great. funny. Yeah. Okay. Those were great, dude. 80s video, freaking VHS video dating. Dating videos. Oh, man. What a time. The treasure trove. <laughs> what a time well, to be also, alive. Also, yeah. any 80s videos are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I follow a bunch of accounts on TikTok where they're like, they play like all these old uh, PSAs and stuff. Like I saw one this morning with Michael J. Fox telling kids not to play with matches. Nice. It was nice. fantastic. You'll have to it share that so one good. with me. I have a whole bunch I follow also. And the one I, I get a lot of show content from was this one called VCR Party. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think oh, they, yeah. I follow them. I think they have a yeah. big YouTube thing going on too that they're more famous for, but they just put up little short, weird VHS stuff from like the early 90s and 80s. And they're all horrible and wonderful like mm-hmm. and like a yeah. lot of them are like those kind you would buy and say well you bought this video because y'all want to learn how to hunt with a stick well me and my <laughs> brother bubba you know like that kind of stuff i love it yeah. could watch it all yeah. day anyway amy welcome cool. back I'm, I'm just trying to visualize the michael j fox videos ah, kids don't play with matches kids it's really bad but you know you could be like alex p keaton and us uh, and uh, take no dose and other sleep prevention drugs like i did on family ties okay yeah. bye Whoa. kids the more you know suddenly it's like it's like teenage trump like your michael j fox became teenage trump. yeah what the heck what's that what, what is that about there? that's weird hey doc we gotta get back to 1985 excuse me doc i heard you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying to find it, but I can't find it. 
Oh man, YouTube sucks. Oh, man. YouTube goes from <laughs> YouTube goes from. Uh, uh, let's see, Michael J. Fox uh, says Parkinson sucks, and then you scroll down two things. Ten, top 10 Michael J. Fox performances. And then one more thing. Is Michael J. Fox faking his Parkinson's disease? Like, shut up, YouTube. Oh, oh F off. Seriously. Uh, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, no, this gross. was very, like, it was Michael J. Fox, but as Alex P. Keaton. Like, it, he had, a, like, a golf gotcha. shirt and, and pleated khakis. And, like, really? Oh, and he had God. the little head you know that little head flick he used to do with it where his hair just flipped the right way and yes like, right yeah mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a oh partner. when they have to do that stuff in character it's even better it's great yeah 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 so i'll find sure it Andy Taylor you telling you to make sure <laughs> yeah i love that they have to do it in character or else what's the point do it like the cartoons like he-man and she-ra talking about getting touched inappropriately like hey, hey that- bonnie i really love these new chesterfield cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <Fred? laughs> you do a good friend <laughs> the good Fred. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the Flintstones in a while. But that strikes me as a strong Fred. Uh, all right, Amy, let's uh, let's dive in. Yes. We got a we got a clip today and all this stuff. What's going on for our reading yes. assignment? All right, so I, as promised, I have returned to fictional world. So uh, yeah, I was I was kind of in the mood for. Uh, something with a little suspense to it. Ooh. So uh, with that, we'll uh, we can play the clip. I like some suspense here and there. Uh, let's see what you got. She makes a tea and takes it back up to the picture window, continuing her vigil. She'll wait as long as it takes. She stares out into the October mist, and there is Todd outside on the street at last. She hides a smile. Thanks to the clocks going back, he is deliberately no longer late. That's Todd for you. But wait, Todd's seen something. He stops dead, squints. Jen follows his gaze and then she sees it too. A figure hurrying along the street from the other side. He is older than Todd, much older. Something is wrong. Something is about to happen. Jen is sure of this without being able to name what it is. Some instinct for danger... She sets the mug on the windowsill, calls Kelly, then rushes down the stairs two at a time, the striped runner rough on her bare feet. She throws on shoes, then pauses for a second with her hand on the metal front doorknob. What? What's that feeling? She can't explain it. Is it deja vu? She hardly ever experiences it. She blinks and the feeling is gone, as insubstantial as smoke. Jen runs towards Todd and the stranger, but before she's even realized what is happening, Kelly's shouted out, Stop! Todd is running and within seconds has the front of this stranger's hooded coat in his grasp. He is squaring up to him, his shoulders thrust forwards, their bodies together. The stranger reaches a hand into his pocket. Kelly is running towards them, looking panicked, his eyes going left and right, up and down the street. Todd, no, he says. And that's when Jen sees the knife. Oh, shit. There's a knife. Todd. Todd, what are you doing? You know what? A British lady can make Todd sound like a cool name. No offense, Todd. 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 No no offense to all our Todd listeners. I'm just saying. That's Todd for you. Yeah. That's Todd for you. If I say Todd, it sounds like, oh, Todd. You know, but a British person. Todd all over. Yeah, it's much better. Todd, T-A-W-D, says Benjamin. Todd. So so what is this intriguing, mysterious uh, novel? Yes. So this book is called wrong place wrong time by jillian McAllister, and it i i gobbled it up in a 
like two and a half days. It was really, really good. Um, it, you know, you heard basically the setup there. Yeah. So woman, uh, uh, observes something horrific and then she wakes up the next morning and she's in the day before. Whoa. And then at, you know, and so, Nothing has happened yet. At nobody knows what she's talking about. Everything everybody thinks she's a little bit crazy. And then each day she wakes up and it's a little bit earlier. And so it's not it's not groundhog day. She's not living the same day over and over again. She's going further and further back into the past. Mm. Oh weird. And uh yeah, and it's it's I like stuff like that. Really yeah, it's Almost really like intriguing. Memento, except I guess Memento was just shown in that order because of the short term memory. Never mind, it wasn't like a right. it's not at all like yeah. well it's like well, that. You in know that what it it's actually like, reminded me of, yeah. Brian, was um uh, uh timely persuasion by oh, Jacob yeah, Lasivita. It was Lasivita. yeah. Yeah. It was very it, it was very similar to that in that the sort of the time travel aspect of it is it's not there's not two of her or anything like that. There's she wakes up in her own body from the past. Um and it did is. Did I know? Did I know that you'd uh, that you had read this book? Did I knew to know that you had read uh, Timely, Timely Persuasion? Persuasion? Yes. So okay, we a we've talked about it on here before. I've mentioned Have it, okay. and all also the way I got that book was that I won it from you on oh, a Coverville right. contest like a really 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 <laughs> long time ago. Way, <laughs> so, way back in the day, the yeah, Tri really Triforce yes. Media or whatever we were. What was that called? That thing we were all involved in. Uh, the Len and oh, us and yeah, try yeah, tripod try, network. That's what it was. Tripod network. Yeah, yes. oh, remember that? Right. Yeah. That was weird. That was Amy, a long time ago. Amy read some of that time. stuff back in the day, if I remember right. Uh, some yeah. of the jingles. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I did some like some uh, some little bumpers for you guys and whatnot because I was really into doing that back then. Yep, those were the days. So. Anyway, well, this Which, sounds, by the way, yeah. I'm happy to do, but of course, you know, Fletcher, you got Fletcher. Well, Fletcher's a hardcore, you know, he's a real, he'll fight you is what he'll do. He'll fight. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus, you know, Fletcher's a dude and we all know Scott would prefer uh, ladies. I to prefer ladies to dudes, uh, as I've oh, mentioned. Yeah. So you guys were cracking me up. And like, before you called me, I was, I'm like sitting here, like, cause usually I'll have like one or two things that I want to call back to. And finally I just, I was like, I just threw the pencil across the room. I was like, forget it. Like I, there's too many things to call back to. Um, cause you guys are just cracking me up. Sure. Um, but yes, I will say that when Chuck goes out of town, I am the one who is a complete, like really mess. Yeah. I mean, wow. now, you know, I shower, and I, well, you know, sure. I do the things and I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm usually, up like, on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually spending the time like doing some kind of a crafty project or something like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I eat like ridiculous mess. Like I, you know, door dash <laughs> it or, um, you know, I, I have this one like egg sandwich that I like to make. It's just like, you know, it's just like a little fried egg sandwich. It's very yeah, simple, but I or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like no, it's not even that complicated. It's literally oh, gotcha. like uh, you know, like scramble up an egg, fry it, it and then put it between <laughs> two pieces of bread, like yeah. you know, with yeah. a little bit of mayo. I like relate to this too much. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, that's that's it. So, uh, yeah, like that's how I eat when. Chuck is not here, <laughs> especially like, if the kids are here, it's a little different. Like I will actually feel like, okay, we need some kind of meal, but it'll be door dashed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most likely it'll be door dashed. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's me. I'm, I am the one who, uh, you're the one that knocks, keep it yeah. together in the, in the household. It's uh, I guess so. there's probably, you know, every couple's going to have a version of this, but I wonder yeah. if there are anywhere that people just go, Nope, we're equal in every way. There's absolutely zero difference. Uh, doesn't matter. I'm I sure paid the is. bills yeah. today. She paid them tomorrow. We're all the same. Uh, they probably exist, right? Those people. Mm, I think so. I mean, I do all the bills. Well, I do 90% of the bills here. She just <laughs> manages, but I would say 100% of the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so there's a, there is an evenness there, but yeah. Thankfully, Kim handles all the, like, get everything ready for the accountant every year because I would yeah. lose my mind. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. That's also, mind. that's, I will say that's my job. I yeah. have to, I have to gather up all the stuff, but I'm proud to say that I did it and I did it. Well and done. Enough, it's now done and it's sent off to the accountant. In time to not have to file an extension. Guess who I trust right more than myself to do the taxes? My wife. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Without without a doubt. And she's <laughs> a lady, is all I'm saying. Without a doubt. It, it would, uh, you know, I, I would like to get a book on taxes, but by the way, speaking of books, what's the what's the name of this uh, shit out of luck book.com? <laughs> the name of this shit out of luck.com is Wrong Place, Wrong Time by Jillian McAllister. It sounds great. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood for some hard segues. I'm, I'm in the mood for some hardcore mystery. You've you've brought what I'm in the mood yeah, for. Plus, it's sci-fi. Like, there's a little bit of a sci-fi feel to it. Yeah, a little, yeah, little yeah. Got a little, little bit of a sprinkling of time travel and all, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's very, mm-hmm. it, it's very like, it reads like a British crime drama. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, cool. it, it, like if you're watching one of those TV shows where it's like multiple episodes to solve the same crime, it it reads like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's. It's really interesting, except she's not a cop. She's just a person who witnessed something and then suddenly is going well, backwards in time. Sure. Totally, because so. if she was a cop, she'd have to tell us that she's a cop. Yeah, that's right. the rule. Isn't yeah. that the rule? Yeah. yeah, yeah that's you the have rule. to yeah. tell me she you're a cop. You have to, to tell us you're a cop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I, you know what? In a weird way, Breaking Bad was educational in that one regard. It was. <clears> totally. Yes. I kind of thought Badger. you did have to say it, but you don't. <laughs> You don't no. have to say that you're a cop, at least not in no, that state, the, not New Mexico. So I don't know yeah. how, how that works here. <laughs> it's really funny that people thought that you have to say. I really <laughs> did. did. Oh, totally. Believed yeah, you. I totally yeah. believed it when people yeah. say, you have to tell me you're a like, cop because, you know, there was like something where if you were undercover and you were going to arrest or you had to, you know, you were going to make a drug deal. You had this. If you're a cop, you're required by law to say you're a cop. That is such yeah. horseshit. But I just think about it, it now. True. It feels so if, dumb that we would have thought that. I mean, yeah. really, if there were know. any, if that ever worked, there would be no undercover cops. Right. 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 Every person a drug dealer meets, they would go, are you a cop? No, you're, you to- you're absolutely right. Everybody yeah. would just hand out hand out uh, pins that you would just wear on your shirt that say, are you a cop? So mm-hmm. that, you know, don't even have to ask the question. It's like, oh, I'm a cop. Sorry. Aaron. It was really nice for yeah. about a day feeling I was like I was as stupid as Badger, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like for that hot minute, Badger and I, we were right here together, parallel lives. Uh, I was as but dumb as him. My favorite thing about that, that storyline was like when they've got Bob Odenkirk like at gunpoint and he's like, wait, why are you going to kill me? Why don't you just kill Badger? Yeah. And they kind of look at each other and go, crap, we didn't think of that. Yeah. Like, 
Also, no, we're is, not going to kill Badger. <laughs> yeah, you can't kill Badger. I love Badger. You can't kill oh, Badger. Badger's great. Yeah. Keep no, Pat, yeah. Badger and Skinny Pete should live forever, those two. I, I, I say, you know, we're done with uh, Better Call Saul. Let's move on and have uh, Better Call Badger. Yeah, this Better Call be Badger. Next spin-off show. Yeah, <laughs> or, or Don't Call Badger. Make it a three-camera laugh track sitcom or something. That'd be funny. Yeah, if you call Badger, you're F. Yeah, like, you're screwed. If you, if, you get to the, if you get to Badger and you're... <laughs> I was about to say your Rolodex. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Well. Oh. Speaking of the VHS days, my gosh, that's yeah. great. Even then, I had a sharp wizard or something to do all that for me. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's always good to have you on. This book sounds like a good one. It'll be up on QuickTMS.li as well. And uh, always, always good to hear from you. We'll have at least one more of these. No, two more of these before we see you. Right. I think yes. we should. Yeah. Two yes. more Thursdays. So oh, I'm so excited. I'm working nervous on Nervous breakdown on the 20th, and I'll need that day off, a mental mental health day to get yeah, we may Yeah, we may actually no, end no. up needing we'll one of those we'll days. See. We'll see how things go. But um, this is the week where all the swag rolls into the house, and I'm yeah. starting to feel that itch of like, oh, got to box it all up and do all the stuff. And then some of it we can't box up till we get to Vegas, so we're trying mm-hmm. to organize, like, where will this all fit in the trunk? and don't really have a trailer so we're just gonna i've figure got it a out. big old arcade cabinet printing right now on the old 3d printer so nice Woo. someone's gonna win that shit all right will it be oh, so cool. will it be so you fun. and i'm pointing to everybody the collective you will it yeah, be yeah, you yeah, yeah. all right it won't be me because i'm keeping score that's right i am uh, so glad you're gonna be doing that yeah i need we you and i need to coordinate on um uh on uh the best tool for you to use to manage the the brackets the brackets yeah because we're gonna have multiple brackets right nope one bracket oh i'm one capping bracket. it yeah 64 players that we're capping it come on now i'm not i'm not doing this whole uh no two no double bracket now no the two, double yeah. bracket man because because last year somebody and it wasn't the winner but somebody was able to skate by the first four rounds because they were in the other bracket all they had to do was win their round and uh, then they automatically were added to the fourth <laughs> round of the <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you know, in hindsight, especially mm. since we've got some $50 uh, Steam cards on the line, we got to we gotta make this a little bit more. Uh, yeah. So, so that, more, yeah, that, that anonymous person, buy. man, that person yes, bought exactly. some, that's a lot of cards. It's, it's I awesome. I know. It's, by my count, it's 200 bucks worth of gift cards. Yeah. But, and since Brian and I, I can play this year, Brian and I are going to play real hard. Okay, everybody. We're at 51 entry, actually 53, because you and me, Scott. So. Yeah. 53 entrance into the uh, the uh, VivaTMSVegas.com form for uh, yep. playing in the competition. Yep. And if uh, Wabbit Magic's brother-in-law shows up, all bets are off. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Wait, I thought it was monkey bananas. Or monkey, bananas. monkey bananas. Monkey yeah, bananas. Yeah, monkey, monkey bananas. bananas brother. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. He That guy was some... Was he brother-in-law or brother? Just, I guess brother. He was don't a, play yeah. a fighting game with that guy. No. Nope. Like, but I will put a bounty on his head. I, I'll have something to give away. Um, oh. Yes, I do have something that I will give away that I can't say. I won't be able to say what it is until uh, the live TMS. Right. But Just, there, will be, right. there will be a bounty on Monkey Banana's brother. So what everyone needs to do is bring their own just brian's not going to tell you what it is but bring a u-haul truck because we're just letting you know you need to bring something big and (laughs) (laughs) several empty rolls of filament yeah line up yep everybody bring big space to store it in all right uh as always it's a pleasure amy have a great day she's red fraggle three everywhere including uh the aforementioned tiktok so go follow her on there she's always doing fine videos uh amy have a great week we'll see you next time okay bye bye now Bye. okay bye Okay, bye. That's a cute way of saying that.
I just did a really cool 3D print, a set of 3D prints for Amy um, for her uh, pottery stuff, uh, little stamps oh. that she can stamp on the bottom before they get fired. Oh, do you, do you have to put um, a little rubber part on there or something? Or is it just... No, 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 not rubber stamps like you, you know, ink and then stamp. It's like little raised area that you stamp into the clay before you fire oh. the pot so that it it heart like it basically has a little indentation of her logo and all like that a stuff. little relief or whatever uh or whatever you call that yeah you could all use a little relief yeah now and then. like a branding it's almost like branding except it's exactly like branding yeah, yeah except without fire and heat <laughs> and, and cow butts there's no cow, and butts. cow butts correct yeah. yes those those as well yes. no cow butts involved um all right speaking of cow butts let's do one news story okay i don't know why cow butts have anything to do with that but Hey, you heard me. Uh, it is uh, time for the news. Quick news and brought to you by. Zashima in our Discord does some amazing artwork. Don't believe us? Check out tiny.cc slash Zashima, spelled X-E-S-H-E-M-A. It's a cool name and some very cool artwork. Go check it out. Yeah, Zashima. Uh, cool person in our Discord. Uh, let's do uh, this quick story about a laundromat that explodes. It almost killed a dude. After a very simple washing mistake. All right, so we're going to learn a little something today, and we're going to share this video, which is pretty wild. Um, All right, let me pull it up there so the chat can see it. Here we go. Simple laundry mistake almost cost one man his life after he narrowly escaped a fiery explosion at a laundromat in Spain. Uh, You know the old saying about Spain. I don't know what what it is. (laughs) Uh, Says here, terrifying footage of the moment. Uh, A tumble dryer blew the shop to pieces. Uh, with Aussies now being warned not to make the same error. This is actually in Australia. Yeah, is where Australian they uh, news article. Yeah, yeah, even though it was Spain. Yeah, um, We can all learn from Spain, says the world. We really can. Um, I'm trying to see, where'd the video go? Oh, did they remove the video? Oh, no. Oh, poop. Uh, maybe it's linked off. Let's see. There's photos. Jeez. It is gnarly. By the way, the photos look like the guy is there one second and he's vaporized. The yeah, second. I know, right? <laughs> Right, like, like he's the one that exploded, and he barely got out of there before. Oh, I don't have the video. Dang it! Someone in the chat may find it. Um, it was it was linked on this article before, and they removed it. I don't know why. Well, anyway, oh he walks God. out of there, wow. and boom, the whole thing exploded. Uh, so here's what happened: somebody left a lighter in their pocket that got washed and then put lighter. in the dryer, and the lighter exploded. Um, which seems crazy to me because it's there's you know butane in there, yeah. But I just I wouldn't have expected it to be this big. But anyway, it says uh, when damaged in the right conditions, this can cause a huge fire and or explosion. Uh, the message here is to always check your pockets, not only for the tissues that turn your clothes into a white mess, but also <laughs> <laughs> I used to call my my aunt Connie a white mess. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> More importantly, <laughs> for the modern video. conveniences such as batteries and lighters and phones and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> anyway. uh, video in our uh, in our uh, Discord. Oh, here we go. Uh, okay, here we go. Put this up so chat can see it. Check this out, chat room. Although you have the link, you'll see it here. See this guy just walking out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, bluey. And he's just barely out of here. And then he was, he was just bam. out. <laughs> Like he, look at that. Oh my gosh. And the thing vomits the clothes out first. Yeah. Like at first, like enough pressure from the, uh, building up, I guess, just pressure before the oxygen outside erupts into the fire. Maybe something like that. 
All yeah. I know is that makes <laughs> Your me. Are done. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hell of a ringer for letting you know your clothes are done. Wow. Exactly. Jeez. Anyway, be also, careful. Also, the dude needs to get better like laundry baskets, not carry them around in uh, shop-go bags or whatever those are. Yeah, that's a weird way to keep your laundry, yeah. isn't it? Because uh, you're going to have to do some ironing when you get home with all that stuff. I also felt like it slowed him down and made him closer to his potential uh No kidding, bag. yeah. Can you imagine if he would have dropped one of those bags or dropped a piece of clothing out of one of those bags, bent down to pick it up, kablooey! I would have laughed, or would have laughed. I would have liked to have seen (laughs) video footage of him on the outside, what his reaction was. (laughs) Because he couldn't have been, what, uh, five, ten steps away from that by the time it blew up? I'm guessing it was some form of, Dios mío! Because he's in Spain. Because he's in Spain, Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister Wendy will join us. And um, we we're supposed to remind her of something, but nobody can remember what it is. Do you remember? Yeah, no, I can't. Claire um, said it in the chat, but she can't remember why. She just remembers that we needed to. I just don't freaking remember. Don't so know. we'll find out when she gets here. Maybe she'll remember by us reminding her. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's all coming up in a minute, but we can't do any of that without music. So, Brian, please present some, if you don't mind. Yeah, this is a band that is blow, <laughs> blowing up right now. Completely yeah. uh, unintended uh, pun there. Nice. Um, you can hear them on Spotify's All New Rock, Alternative Noise, Apple Music's Breaking Hard Rock, Amazon Music's Modern Shoegaze, Fresh Rock, Deezer's ASAP Rock, and Pandora's New Punk Now. Like These guys are going everywhere. They have a brand new EP coming out June 8th. This is the first single from it. The band is called Super Bloom and uh, the song is Head First. i 
This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, small town Welsh football club, is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. I just think if you don't read the newspaper and the only TV you watch is the MTV, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. The thing is, I don't know what I'm doing. The Morning Stream. I was born without a conscience. And we're back. Who is that again? Sure. That was the band Superbloom from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, got another nice slice of the uh, 90s kind of sound. Uh, you heard some earlier this week. This is another band with that kind of feel. Here is Head First, or that was Head First by, <laughs> I'm, I'm announcing it again. Let's play it again, Scott. Um, that is Head First by Superbloom from their upcoming EP, Life's a Blur. When you do Coverville for that many years, that statement is built into you now. It really is. Yeah. Yes. Here's here's Billy Joel yeah. with. Uh, <laughs> yep. You got the Casey Kasem gets into your blood and you can't get it out. I, I, I yeah. feel you. Uh, we're calling Wendy. We are experiencing rings of ringage. We don't know oh, if good. we'll get rings of speakage, but we suspect we were we going to remind her that she wasn't going to answer her phone. Uh, oh, that's week. what it was. That's what we forgot to remind her. Uh, She'll never she pick it up. Her. Also, maybe if this if this bug is pervasive throughout the world, uh, maybe she's not getting the ringtone either. Oh, well, possibly. Entirely yeah. possible. So hopefully she's looking at her phone or whatever device she'll be answering this on. And I'm ringing. We're ringing. We're still ringing. Oh, weird. All right, let's see. Tell you what I'll do. I know what I'll do. So while we wait for Wendy, there was a guy who put up um, a post about how he has been in and out of therapy for decades, a couple twenty years of, of therapy, different therapists doing different work, different levels of success, but never really quite feeling it. All right, he claims yeah. he sat down with Chat GPT, and in within one night he had gotten more therapy out of Chat GPT than he did any actual therapist. And I and literally that's what he means. He's sitting there asking and sussing out stuff from Chat GPT for therapy. Okay. And he says the differences are the the Chat GPT doesn't get sick of you the way that therapists can. <laughs> well, at least not outwardly. Not outwardly. <laughs> it might be. It still might be, but you don't know. Yeah, we don't know. But as far as we can tell, it doesn't seem to care about that stuff. It doesn't. Um, uh, it doesn't have any of the biases that humans have, regardless of their level of training. Like he was, he was explaining this whole thing about how he could get straight up amazing therapy via Chat GPT, and that the future of of therapeutic help will happen through the help of AI. What do you think of that, Brian? You think that'll be true? I. What does your gut you tell you on this? Your gut. My gut. My gut tells me actually it's 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 kind of believable, really. I mean, if it's if it's looking, the thing is, it can't tell, it can only tell what you're saying and can't do any sort of figuring out what you're not saying, which I think is probably 90 or 80% of therapy. Right. right? So right. you can say, well, you know, I have all these weird feelings about uh, my father or my mother, whatever. And, yeah. and a therapist can look at you while you say that and kind of suss out, oh, wow, he, 
I think he's got, there's something underlying there. When he said father, he said it in a different way. Oh. Uh, let's dig deeper into that. Body Whereas language. AI would say, uh, you are some, you are connected to your parents <laughs> by beep, beep. Uh, genetics. <laughs> and that is a thing that can sometimes uh, cause problems. Uh, humans are dead. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Uh, oh, hey, speaking, speaking of which, hey, Wendy's here. So Hi, Wendy. Sorry. lead into Wendy, right? Hey, can you tell me, did the thing ring for you or did, was no, it silent? It okay. didn't. Something's weird. And so I was going to text you and be like, well, am I just going to sit here? And then I saw yours. I'm like, oh, no. So no, it's, I think there's something, there's a bug with Discord's ringing. I don't know what's going on. Brian doesn't get a ring now either. So I don't know what's fix going it, on. Discord. Yeah, they'll fix it. I'm sure they're on it. Uh, oh, well, if Wendy's here, we got to play this. Wendy. I mean, uh, uh, random. Not a chance. Uh, it's good to have you back. It's my sister, Wendy. She's a real therapist, not in some robot. And uh, she's here to talk to us about uh, some oh, cool stuff. I want to hear you guys talk about how AI is going to take over my job. Well, here's no. what, here's no, what happened. That's what we're saying is your, yeah. your job is probably the most safe job out there. Because, yeah, uh, I think you're secure. This guy, so AI this guy was, nuanced. this guy yeah. claimed that using ChatGPT was better than 20 years of therapy. He'd gotten more out of the responses that he was getting there than he ever got Ooh. from real therapists, which is kind of a bold statement um and i think brian's right about body language and like non-verbal all that yeah uh, all that stuff matters and 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 the ai at least is currently constituted isn't going to see those things but there's a future where cameras and predictive models and stuff can kind of see the way a person moves or acts or says and Maybe. I detected an eye twitch when you mentioned your spouse. <laughs> I love that they're just going to be these crappy robots. <laughs> this actually gonna... leads so well into what I want to talk about today, actually. Oh, um, but I'm going to argue really quick that that guy, whatever, whoever this person is, yeah. uh-huh. probably true. Mm. Probably true for him. Mm. Oh. True for him, you say. True for, for him. him. Yeah. I, yeah. See. I see. That's a cat. Because I can imagine 20 years of talking to people and it not quite getting what you need and then this thing hits the spot i mean Mm. i don't find that threatening one bit i'm like oh god cool someone (laughs) take a little of the load off but also you know everyone's gonna be really different right like i have people who i see everybody online since covid and i have not gone back to an office just because i don't have one currently Mm. and um there are people who are like I need to be in the same room with you. And I'm like, yeah, yeah all right. Cause you're going to go to see someone else. Cause that's not what I'm doing right now. I think there will always be a need for a variety of things. And mm-hmm. so, you know, better help. You guys are familiar with that. You hear it on oh, ads yeah. for it all the time. Yeah, we've, they've, they've done ads with us before in the past. Yeah. yeah. So they're, you know, they provide a service that is just never going to work for your aunt Betty, but it's going to work for like maybe somebody who, only wants text and that is the the way to start or whatever right like and they do a variety of things but i i think you'll find maybe maybe once we're all ai living it, it'll change more because more people be you know comfortable or something but right. yeah i could see a future where it gets good enough but yeah. there is something about human interaction unless they put like skin on it i don't know there's a way to make this creepy and fun but yeah i don't know yeah it's interesting well before Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to ask about this thing that we for- maybe you were going to ask the same thing. We, we supposedly I was, yeah. there was something you were supposed to we were supposed to remind you of today. Last week you said, yeah. "Don't let me forget next week to say this." And the chat remembers to do that. We remember to do it. 
but we don't remember what we're reminding you of. It was some topic that required a lot more discussion than we had time for last week, if I remember right. Correctly. Right. Right. Well, and I also completely lost it. I mean, I wonder if there's a recording somewhere. But yeah. anyway, no one look it up. Because no one that's not up. what I'm prepared to talk about today. Oh, good. You're going to talk about something uh, else anyway. Okay. Yeah, Fair it was enough. pretty complicated. I mean, I think I'll get back to it. I think I have a memory of it, and I definitely need more time to prep if that's uh, what we're going to talk about. But... Um, actually, it kind of leads to a little bit what you guys were discussing. Um, so uh, this is funny. I run it by Adam. I'm like, okay, I can't remember what I was supposed to talk about. What should I talk about? Talk about? And he he just made up a bunch of dumb ones. And then he said, what if you just steal like dear prudence uh, questions and answer those? And I was like, I'm not going to do that. But then I looked up a couple dear prudence questions. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That is not a fun job, prudence. No. Um, anyway, not a good they're time. also, you know, eye catchy, but anyway, so what I was thinking though, of just a couple of things that have occurred in the last few weeks with some clients that feel, uh, like they're, you know, ageless in that we struggle with this because it's human psychological principles, but just, you know, they, how they play out in your life. Right. Um, right. so we're going to talk about a couple like, you know, uh, some thinking disorders and some biases that we have as humans. So we've talked about a few of these on the show before we went through the th- list of thinking errors, you know, justification and rationalization, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think we've also talked about like <laughs> the Dunning-Kruger effect, stuff like that, where psychologists and sociologists over time have studied these concepts and we have names for them and we sort of can watch them play out. Um, and Brian, like you were saying, maybe the computer <laughs> therapist simulator might miss some things. I think what it would be really good at is this, is hearing someone talking mm-hmm. and seeing the actual bias uh, in real time. I yeah. don't know how they would then translate that into empathetically helping them move past it or something. But, um, <laughs> you know, keeping in the the storage unit every name of every bias we understand and have studied would be Please handy. lift up my arm and put it on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. There, there. <laughs> there, there. Yeah, totally. There, there. Totally, totally. Okay, so I'm going to start. I'm going to start. You know, you two are my clients when I do this kind of thing. So yeah. Sure. We're getting ready. used to it. Ready. Yep. I got my client pants on. Yep. <laughs> the consent forms. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So we're going to start with, well, first of all, I just got a funny story out and it'll bug me if I don't just tell it. So last night I had a cool opportunity to um, go to a Seder. Have you guys ever been to one? I don't know I what know. a Seder is oh. for some reason. Well, it's I know the, I, uh, it's like a half horse, half man or something. What, what is that? No. <laughs> oh my God. What is a Seder? I can't think what it is. A Seder? <laughs> It's a, a Jewish, uh, Sorry. uh, like a meal. To, um, yeah. The Passover. Passover. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Cause that started to, uh, to yesterday. Passover. It was yesterday. So yeah. yeah, I went to a dinner. I have a, a friend who's Jewish. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just laughing. Cause the Seder is, does now sound like. It does. Right. Uh, what am I thinking of? Person. Centaur. Okay. Okay. Oh. Well, I was thinking like the S-A-T-Y-R Seder. The, uh, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's, right. so that's probably why I went down a fantasy hole. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a horse's legs, but there we go. Okay. Full, full man body. Anyway, it was such a it was such a cool experience, and anyway, it was a lot of fun. Very fun, diverse group, people from all sorts and places, and um, a couple from Liberia who are were just like losing their minds because they had never even met a Jewish person before. So it was just really cool. And then there was this young kid from uh, his 
he's Hmong. And so his family were refugees. He was born here. And we just had a great chat. And he did this thing that, like, I don't know if you've had this experience. Maybe you guys have. But he did this thing where it broke my I, self-identity, <laughs> right? Okay. Like, right. You're, you know, you're just chatting, la-di-da. And he says to me, so there are these things. Uh, they're called memes. Do you know what they are? Mm. And I was like, what the freak? How old <laughs> do you think I am? You know? Yeah. And then he, I, for a second, I just stared at him. And then he, so he just started to try to describe a meme to me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I was like, okay, all right, take a breath. He is 22. <laughs> he, but what it is. You're like just learning about these computer things too. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh I was like, off the Have boat. you heard of dial-up? Uh, anyway, so he, he was very cute. And you could tell he was like, I said, yeah, no, I know what they are. And he, he you could tell he was just sort of like, okay, well. Let me still kind of explain it to you. And I was like, ah, all right. And it's this moment where you're like, you think I'm 300. Like, yeah. you think I'm so old. Yeah. As yeah. I look around the room, and there were some very elderly folks there, too, a couple of people in their 80s and 90s. And I was like, oh, like, I think of them as old. Okay, this is good for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is good for me, right? Yeah. So you have this moment where your sense of identity as you're walking around is a particular thing and you interact with the world and suddenly it's interacting with you differently, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it kind of wakes you up to, oh, there's a mismatch. So yeah. I want to talk about that just a little bit because, I mean, that's, a, that's like a cute, devastating example. <laughs> but there are... Others that I'm going to have you guys kind of find for me. So I'm going to give you a couple words. We're going to define a couple of things that, that happen very frequently in human beings. Sure. And then we'll see what comes to your minds. Okay. Right. So we've talked about cognitive dissonance before, mm -hmm. um, but let's just redefine it. Uh, could either of you give me a definition? This is school now. Of cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, oh, I don't want to do politics, though. There's so much of it in there, though. Um, there is, so it's all over the place. But so do you mm -hmm. do, just give an example, like what, well, I'll give you a hint. It's the emotion you feel when something happens. Oh, so what's happening. Okay. So I'm going to, let's see, let's do, um, oh gosh. So yeah. I'm not going to be any help on this. Cause I, I, am I creating cognitive dissonance for you right you now? You are creating with me. I've heard the term and I kind of always assumed I knew what it meant, but now that he, you know, it's just hard to come up with an example. It. I, yeah, it's just yeah. hard to do an example. Um, yeah, because okay. disassociating something with something else and cognitive yes. means knowledge, uh, yep. mind. Right. But Your mind. Yeah. Um, and dissonance <laughs> in music, right? Okay, I'm going to stop sure. making you suffer. Okay, cognitive dissonance <laughs> is essentially the emotions you feel when you notice that you're of two minds on an issue. Okay. okay. That's like a very simple way to think about it. Okay. You do not feel good. Something feels wrong and off if you're of two minds and you are aware of it. Okay. Right. Because one side of the thinking is, I was sure of this. And then the other side of the same, same exact moment, you're like, I am very unsure of this. That's an uncomfortable, right. precarious yes. space. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So when you say one thing and you do another, that's right. an, another example. Mm. Yeah. I'll be there and I'll pick up your kid and I'll help you with this. And then you don't do any of that. Oh, I got one. I found, I got one. Okay. When I sit down and I eat, uh, I don't know, big nasty hamburger from Burger King. I both know that this is bad for me and that I'm enjoying it. 
Do you know what I mean? I don't like mm-hmm. that. I, I feel uncomfortable in that position because to me, it's like, ooh, this is good. But I know it's not good. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a form right. of that, right? Yes. So it's okay. kind of the, it's the resulting feeling that cognitive dissonance gives you. It's the discord between the two parts of you. Um, that are occurring and usually they create some, they're, they're hypocritical in some way, or they're just so polar or unpredictably. So for example, like, um, a human needs to feel that they can predict their own behavior. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what you have to do when you don't, when you feel that is you have to somehow rewrite your own history or do something so that you can be dependable to yourself. Right. Right. So if you think of like, um, what is something you like really hold dear that is like, I am this kind of person. And then an, an experience comes up and it, there's some evidence to the contrary, right? That is the feeling. So I always help those that are in need, but you know, here's a panhandler in front of me and I am not helping them. There yeah. is a disconnect. There's the dissonance. It occurs, right? But yeah. I have to yeah. somehow get to consistency so think of my options. What can I yeah. do to get consistent? Hmm. Or right, let's use your example. You're somebody who's always yeah. uh, charitable and helpful. When you see someone in need, you help them. You think you are. You That's think the you more are. important. You identify mm-hmm. as such, right? Okay. That's I mean, you either, you either have to change who you think you are and adjust it slightly and say, well, I'm, I'm, I want people to get the help that they need, but I don't want to just give them money that might not go to to serve them long term. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so you could change your, you know, who you think you are, or you can say, nope, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna say I'm this type of person, then I need to just give this person five dollars when I when I come across them. I got one and mm-hmm. this this throws Kim under the bus a little, so apologies to her. She'll never hear this, but um you know, she she I don't know if she'd care if I'd say this or not. But we right around right after nine eleven, mm-hmm. we had a really interesting experience. Kim is like a doesn't care who you are, where you come from, what your color is, uh, gender. She doesn't care. She just wants to, mm-hmm. she's usually just there to help. Like, can I help? Mm-hmm. That's first thing out of Kim's mouth. And after 9-11, we were in the car one day and a car pulled up next to us that was four people in the car and they were all uh, Middle Eastern descent of some sort or another. And this is, again, right after 9-11. And she looked at the car and she looked at me and she goes, I hate this. I said, what do you hate? She says, I hate how uncomfortable I am looking at those guys and knowing that it's just because of this thing that happened like a two weeks yeah. ago or whatever. Yeah. She yeah. goes, I hate that that is even a thing. Cause I don't really, I don't know them at all. I don't know a thing about them. And I, now I've, now I've been either coaxed into associating the two by meet by the media or by the coverage or whatever. Right. Um, you know, and some people turn that straight into violent, horrible things. But in her case, it was just this feeling of like, I know that they're fine. And I know that this is a weird feeling I shouldn't have. But here I am having it. Like she was just yeah. admitting to me. It's like, I feel that way. And I hate, I hate yeah. feeling this way. So, so tie that to what Brian said. So Brian's like, there's two options. One is to change the way you perceive yourself. Actually, what you used was rationalization. Well, I mm. help people in this particular way. Yeah. And that's right. going to make that feeling die down, right? Or you go help the person keep it consistent. And then there's a third option, which Scott is kind of alluding to. I mean, Kim, in her case, she just said it out loud and talked about it with you, which is probably a good, safe version. Yeah. And then, then another version would be to now blame the person. 
right? So to right. then see the person panhandling as the enemy, like create them as the bad guy so that you don't have to feel that way. Right. You right. start saying things so, like, oh, it's the drugs they take or it's the, yeah, they're homeless for a reason. All the, everyone else's fault. Right. So you are suddenly, on drugs. Yeah. you're still the good guy. And it's this person who, you know, threw off kilter. And so you fixed it by doing some of this self de- self-deception, um, switching how you think about things, justification, sometimes doubling down, telling a makeup made up story so that you can feel better. Right. Right. So this is, so universal. We all do it because this state of cognitive dissonance is really uncomfortable. And it gives us a lot of things. One, it lets us go on with our day and feel productive and still like ourselves, right? And so it has a there's a purpose to it, but there's a high price to it as well. So the other bias or the bias I want to kind of focus on. So first I wanted to establish the cognitive dissonance thing. But the the bias that shows up and is kind of you know, the, the focus here a little bit, and I can tell you some cool studies, is the consistency bias. So the the false thing we believe or think is true is this. You know how your opinions have changed over time. And I'm going to ask you guys a question about that in a second. But the truth is, unless we keep tabs or like a journal that says, this is what I believe, and then we compare it 10 years later or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the way we feel now is not the way we've always felt, but we assume that, mm. which is Interesting, right? So I'm going to have you guys do this. I want you to both imagine yourself in high school. Okay, done. I need paint splattered satchpants on you, Scott. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. I don't know what you yeah. did, Brian, but uh, full embarrassment. A members only jacket, and uh, I think I was the last member. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly. Set on friends. Yeah. Okay. So pick up, pick picture. Sorry, picture yourself in high school, and think about the kind of person you were. Okay. Okay. Now. Give me the feeling that brings. What is it? What do you feel when you think about you, that kind of person you were in high school? Kind um, of person versus what? Like just, just the no, kind of, just how do I feel about the kind of person I was? Yeah. Or just what kind of person were Someone you? Someone who thinks just they know it all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For sure. You know Got it all. Life all figured out. Um, yeah, for me, okay. it was, uh, I felt like I was like this rebellious soul who because you brought up those sweatpants but you're not wrong to use them because when i was so little story behind that wendy probably thought i was insane then and still now because she brought it up but back then i thought it was cool if i went and bought a pair of of uh blank sweatpants okay think 80s gray stupid looking sweatpants Mm -hmm. and then i took them home uh or maybe even did it at school but i by uh spattered all kinds of colored paint all over it just kind of spattered it so it looked like basically micro version of the wonder bread bag <laughs> the best way i can explain <laughs> yeah, it, was it those colors it was those okay. colors and i thought that was so edgy and cool and i wore those to school i pa- also painted um i bought shoes at payless and then painted them the colors i wanted and then i wore those and it's just like acrylic paint so it's like chipping off and it's super stupid but i just thought that made me wandering around there with my dumb mullet just like ah oh, yeah no one's <laughs> no one's like me look how unique i am my grades are yeah. bad. You know why? Because I don't live by your standards. I'm up here. Well, yeah. you're. I did a lot of that thinking. Sure. So that's how okay. it feels when it reminds me of that. I think I was kind of a dork and I didn't know it. Right. Also, do you think any? No, not exactly those things. But how do you think of yourself now? As what kind of person are you now? Are you like um, everybody else? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know if I have a really good picture of myself these days. I think. I think. I don't think. Uh, um, 
Hmm. Well, I don't Chad, know how to answer I, that. My young friend thinks you're 4,000 years old. Who does? <laughs> who <laughs> thinks that? from last night. <laughs> who said that? My young friend who, no, just that you're just, old. Oh, 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 oh. The, the ones who have to explain memes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think of you myself I mean? as um, less... <laughs> I, I'm uh, less naive now than I used to be. And so I think of myself as a, as a whole, if like you stop and said, well, how would you describe yourself? I would say um, in a lot of ways, I still, I still love all the things I was into when I was younger, but I'm, I'm just less naive about the realities of the world and maybe even a little, maybe a little too far that way. I'm, I'm a little um, grumpy about it. Yeah. So grumpy old men, they don't come out of nowhere. No, they yeah. don't. They they come out, okay. <laughs> they come out of real grumpy reasons. <laughs> turns out. Well, okay, and and so the, the reason to have you jump the whole continuum of time is that what the consistency bias would tell you us is that um, how you assume you feel now, or even about how you think you feel, felt now, might be inaccurate, mm. right? <laughs> and that's yeah. tricky because we have such a need to have our self image be stable right? This is why we get in so much trouble when self-image is messed with or identity is messed with. Um, the, the impacts and the symptoms that come from that are, are pretty big. So here is one of our internal stabilization mechanisms. It's we have cognitive dissonance. We have all these tools that happen without us even thinking to get us back to consistency. And then we believe that consistency. So for example, um, this is a psychologist from 1910 <laughs> said this, uh, Kind of this really quick, kind of this idea that it, if our self-image gets threatened in any way, we have to quickly affirm that identity somehow, reaffirm it somehow. Um, so it's both needing to be consistent, but of course we all know it changes over time. Mm -hmm. But we are not great at seeing that within ourselves, right? We can watch someone else and go, oh, yeah, I see the, right, look at all that change. It's just very different when we're in our own skin doing it. So anyway, this is what William James in 1910 said. Um for any individual, as many different social selves as there are distinct groups of persons about whose opinion he cares, meaning you are like a little prism and every new person you turn slightly and present a different version, reflecting back a different version of yourself. And we don't think we're doing that at all. Mm. We just think we're being ourselves. Now, some of, sometimes we are aware of that, right? So somebody is in a social situation and they're like, I am fully faking this and ask them how they feel about that. That's yeah. exhausting. It's acting, right? Um, it doesn't feel good. You don't, you know, there is a cognitive dissonance experience or a discomfort when it comes to not being yourself, right? right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're all doing it and fighting it all at once. Okay. So let me tell you this. Well, first of all, any questions before I? No, I like where we're going. On study. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So uh, Hazel Marcus was a researcher at Stanford University and did this really fun. Oh, I do have one question. Sorry, one question. Study. Yeah. One quick question. William James? Mm -hmm. Did he ever go? Do you think in with his, just his friends, they called him Bill Jimmy ever? Do you think that ever happened? <laughs> no. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. That wasn't an important uh, question. It was just a question, not an just important Just get it off your chest so it doesn't <laughs> niggle at the back of your head. That's right. Time. Okay. That's right. So uh, she published this paper in 1986, again, when Scott was in high school. This is always very important to time the world to Scott's high Yeah, please make me make me the center pivot point for all Sorry things. Sorry about that. that. Okay. Anyway, yeah. she published this paper uh, showing how malleable the self actually is and how oblivious we are to the changes that happen. So she, 1965, 
starts the research collecting political opinions from a group of high school seniors and their parents. Okay. Okay. So I think 1965 and uh, then came back in 1973 and then again in 1982 to see if any of their opinions had changed. Okay. So the questions range from, you know, legalization of drugs to the rights of prisoners to the war. You know, you think of kind of things in the, in the zeitgeist of the moment there. Right. 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 Um, And as you expect, the younger people's attitudes changed a lot more than their parents did um, because young attitudes are more, (laughs) <laughs> but malleable, right? They mm-hmm. can be persuaded. There's new information. They're not, they're not stuck. Right. Um, and he showed how they would change over time. Um, and like the parents, not so much. And then what happened was basically this, what I find is the most interesting question sometimes when in these psychological studies is like, what did you think you said in 1972? Mm. Right. Mm. And I always laugh, like they have the data, you know, but anyway, um, so they, they asked them like, do you think you've changed your mind or, you know, whatever, what do you, what do you think you used to believe? And then, so they could measure how much they've changed over time and then their perception. So checking on this consistency bias. Right. Right. Um, what we found is that only 30% could recall their old answers. Oh, weird. Hmm. 30% is low. It's really low. low. Yeah. So three of 10 people could remember they were against the war. Like, that's crazy. Wow. That's such a huge thing. Right. That I totally mean, I don't makes know sense to me. That yeah. When Scott was talking about, you know, uh, what he was like in high school, uh, for me, I'm saying, God, I feel like I was pretty much the same person I am now yeah. as I was in high school. And I'm sure bias. if I were to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. I'm yeah. sure if you were to ask me a set of questions, well, how do you feel about the war? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. I'd like, oh, I hate the jocks because they always make fun of me every time <laughs> I walk by in my members only jacket. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, can you blame them though? Can you blame? Them? Yeah. You can't blame them. I yeah. mean, that thing was. Uh, God, it was so sweet. I want to see pictures. Pockets, pictures, well, or it didn't. I happen. mean, pockets. That's all we've ever wanted. Okay, I so just hold want on. Pockets. Yeah. <laughs> so here's this example specifically that they give as so if somebody believed the death penalty death penalty was a legitimate punishment, mm-hmm. um, as an older you know decades later they thought they had always believed this even when like they had written they were against it as in the first survey. Right. So right. it's, mm-hmm. those are big. That's not like, do you still like French fries? You know, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I, I think of the world in a particular way, or I think this is how justice is given or, you know, whatever those, those yeah. things are. Um, and anyway, so I thought that was a really cool study. And then there was, a, there's another study that was um, done by different people later in 1998. Um, and they did the same thing with relationships. And this is so clear to me from a marriage counseling perspective is that, and I think I've said this before, but when people come in, you know, we have about a, you know, talk about um, artificial intelligence at this point. It's so predictable. It's like AI. How a couple answers the question about their initial relationship, how they met and fell in love and that kind of why they decided to get together. If they have already rewritten that story to being a terrible thing, you can predict divorce with 90s. 4% accuracy oh God, in the next really? seven years. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, wow. And that's because they have changed the history to be consistent with the present. But yeah. when I see a couple who is saying their light, their eyes twinkle again, and they're like, mm-hmm. it was amazing. I can't believe it's gotten so bad. They can, mm-hmm. they have a grasp of the good part. Because honestly, no one got together because they hated each other 14 <laughs> years ago. Like, no, right. It doesn't make works. any sense. 
But that rewriting of the story is incredibly powerful. And so here's some of the stats from this thing. They did a similar thing with recalling these relationships. They had all the answers from the original and then asked them later to come back. Um, And here's what they found. 78% of the women and 87% of the men inaccurately recalled how they used to feel. (laughs) (laughs) Really? so high. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm shocked by that. Most of the people had a good recollection of their original feelings uh, if they were still in a good relationship, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but when it, the consistency bias really alters your memories to make it, you know, like maybe it started out pretty rough actually, and then it's gotten better. And so same thing, consistency bias would change that story too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. Okay. So there, so why, why I, I mean, this is interesting. I think of course it's interesting is because we're all just walking around doing this. And then what does it, what does it mean? And what does it mean to know it? Right. 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 So for example, the next time you have a uncomfortable experience and you're of two minds about something or you're confronted with something and you find that maybe you're suddenly mad at a thing for no reason that doesn't make sense. It might be that your whole (laughs) mental system is trying to create consistency. Um, and that's why, you know, when, you, when we think about persuading someone else to understand where you're coming from, why is this so hard? Mm-hmm. And there's a good reason is people don't see themselves the way you might be seeing them because they don't agree with you, right? They're seeing themselves as a good person, even though what you're saying is you believe in that, that makes you a terrible person. And the person's like, no, I'm a good person. And so they're not going to hear that or or hear that. So there's a a bunch of other studies about trying to persuade people. Of course, you know, some of these are, some of these are older. I like them because they're older. Um, I feel like new ones are sometimes like, I mean, they're usually recreating a lot of the same stuff, but this one's from 1972. So it's old. Sure. And they asked, this was interesting. They asked about, um, segregated racially segregated busing right because yeah. think of 1972 1965 oh, yeah. was when the civil rights act was signed you know so we're still in the thick of some of this sure um anyway and then so what happened was they asked how they felt about it then they recorded their answers and then a few weeks then had a discussion about the issue right and then a few weeks later an actor came and tried to persuade them one way or the other. So it just depended on how they answered the first set of questions. Not a right? famous actor. Uh, that's too easy. Like to probably not. Closing, yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be funny, right? Jimmy Stewart shows up and goes, ah, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> keep those black kids at the back of the bus, right? He's not going to do that. Yeah, that's not not famous. Just people faking it, right? right and right. so, and what they found is if they were anti-integration, then the actor just pointed out the harm that gets caused by being anti-integration. And if they were pro, they'd talk about the downsides, right? Just just flip the switch versus the script for whoever they were talking about, right? And trying to convince them, right? Yeah. Okay. And so, as in the other studies that I talked about, they when they were asked their opinions from the original questionnaire, nobody got it right. They When they had been swayed, they thought they had always had that same position. Yeah. So that means anything any of us have ever learned or changed on, there is this tendency for us to think we haven't changed, that we are consistent this whole time, which is bizarre. Isn't that a, it's a survival-y thing though, where our sense of self, we can't mess with that too much or else we think we're crazy or something, right? Well, yeah, yeah. You start Mm -hmm. to feel that inconsistency is dangerous, right? Like it, Mm -hmm. it has a, 
there's a whole inner system that tells you you're, you're not okay. So you either have to, I don't know, take a drug to not feel it, but, or you have strategies that your brain will do in order to feel okay. So this leads to this other thing of just, you can prime yourself yeah. for certain behavior because you, we already know the consistency bias will naturally want you to be consistent. Right. So later studies, MIT, Harvard business school, they did this like, you know, there's a test. Here's, you know, $10 if you do the thing or whatever, but they prime them very differently. One had one group, um, read, yeah, had to list the 10 books they read in high school. So they're just like, eh, grapes and giraffe. You know, they just wrote the 10 books. <laughs> That's and then yeah. the other group, um, and it's an honesty test, by the way, the, the, the whole thing was like, if you win the lottery and get money or whatever, but you'd have to be honest in order to get the money. So anyway, so they prime them with, here's your high school list. And then the other group was primed with writing down the 10 commandments. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. wow. So okay. they just wrote, do not lie in some form or thinking about that deception. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and any guesses what happens? Um, if you're primed. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. I so, don't know. So what, what it is, if the consistency bias has to be true, you were just primed to say being honest is important. Right. And do not you're going to be honest. Right. So you have So prompts. they had the, right. the cheating numbers are fascinating. The yeah. cheating numbers were, let me see if I can find this. Uh, so half were primed for honesty. The other half, not nothing, right? They weren't primed for yeah. anything except to think about their dumb high school books. Um, and so then, oh no, where'd it go? I will find it. But basically it was um, like 0% of people who were primed for honesty cheated. Zero. Yeah. Wow. wow. And then the other was a some number that I can't seem to find. Right. Um, anyway, 33% <laughs> higher than, okay, there we go. Uh, yeah. So the cheaters, 33% of the other group, the high school the book, book group, cheated. The book group, yeah. 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 Wow. That's wow. crazy. And then the like, other like, ones, like, Why are we doing this like as a rule that in school that- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Let's no prime kidding. you every time. Well, you can't use the Ten Commandments, but you could do things like, you know, you, you I mean, we've all done this kind of naturally, maybe with a kid. We're like, so it's- Excuse me, what so- does covet mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so are you, uh, I'm so glad you're such an honest little boy. So do you want to tell me what happened? I yeah. mean, think of, that's yeah, priming that's right priming. there. Yeah, that's priming. And I mean, I'm not giving these, uh, this to have anyone be evil. Okay. So no, no, it's both, but it's mind. both negative. And you've talked about labels before on here and it feels like a bit of that. You know, mm-hmm. when your mother says, oh, he's my quiet one. Well, what you're doing mm-hmm. is yeah, you're, yeah, you're locking him in that room. Reinforcing. Yeah. Right. right. That is really, that's a really good connection because you know or the smart kid right like i recently had a conversation with a client whose kid is clearly very very bright and needs probably testing and help because it's not gonna go well in a regular class and so you know it's like well is he a genius i'm like we gotta stop using the word yeah (laughs) right word sucks we need to start using the word like he learns quickly that's it that's all that's happening right right? because what happens is if a genius can't do a math problem, what do they do with that inconsistency internally? And this is where a lot of that inner critic stuff can come from too, that we get, there's some beating up that sometimes goes on internally when we are inconsistent. So I am, I see myself as I'm supposed to be a productive member of society. I wasted all day doing a puzzle or playing a video game. I'm a terrible person, right? So sometimes it can show up in those 
really self-flagellating ways that are also you're conditioning yourself yeah 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 Yeah. i could see that so and maybe we've we just hack it a little like you know tell our kids to be honest and then they're honest um yeah i don't know it's it's just fascinating and i i watch i'm watching this play out in a lot of places and think okay is it dangerous to know this in before Mm. you go in a situation or is it better to know it generally so you can stop and work with the feeling that of that uh bifurcation rather than I don't know, just kind of blindly going out. Because you can see where the price would be have to be paid in relationships, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. this Feeling is interesting. I was just thinking, it's so funny to do yeah. this today because yesterday we had both babies over. We had the four-year-old and we have Phoebe here and she's, what, 26 weeks old. She's not even half mm-hmm. a year or she's almost there. Um, anyway, they're here and I, and I cannot help but notice the differences between when he was her age and her, the way that she looks at you mm-hmm. or interacts with other adults like it's just different like you would yeah. expect kids are different and you feel that feeling of wanting to now put labels and and ticks on it on it all to go mm-hmm. well do you think she'll be as energetic as him is did he stare in your eyes as intently as she did like small stuff things they don't even know we're talking about but i started to hear myself building labels Mm-hmm. Or building categories <laughs> that I'm that I'm now consciously or subconsciously pushing them into, like oh he's the energetic one that you know is this and this and this and then but Phoebe so far seems like she's got all this together and she's never thrown up yet but he barfed all the time what's that mean you know like I'm starting to build this stuff <laughs> he's got it all together and I realize and that's just a tiny little thing but I realized even then and now listening to you what I was doing is what we we all do we start to we start to construct it. So it fits our version of whatever we need it to be to best fit our future, to best fit our view of life. You know? Yeah. Cause it turns out I'm old. I might not know what a meme is. I needed someone to remind me. (laughs) Right. You're like, what's a meme? What's a, what's a may may you were asking? Yeah. That's what my mom, that's (laughs) what my mom called them. Memes. Oh, memes. Did you get my meme that I sent? I do. Now this maybe speaks to part of what you're saying on a different, on the other side, but I take pride when some young person doesn't matter who mm-hmm. will approach me thinking I'm not going to know any of this stuff mm-hmm. because I'm an old guy and they see me and they want to, you know, show me something that's very Gen Z centric internet something. And I immediately know what it is. And like, it happens with gaming a lot when those, this, this kid from um, uh, Ukraine was here and we were, trying to get stuff together to get them Christmas stuff. And they were, you know, barely making it and whatever these refugees, the son was a hardcore gamer before he left the country. And when he, I said, so you're a gamer. And he go, he looks at me like, and I could see the look. It was like, yeah. Like, oh, uh, oh, great. He's okay. going to yeah. ask me about fort. Uh, the, do you play the <laughs> Fortnite? you know, or something? <laughs> and uh, instead I was like, Oh yeah. Bah, 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 bah. I start rattling off all this stuff. And he's just, his mind is blown. And then he's like, wait, you know, Miss Chris, somehow Metzen came up, you know, Chris Metzen. Oh yeah. We did, we did, we did interviews and this and that, and had him on stage once. And, Oh my gosh, this is crazy news. I'm here. It was his voice. <laughs> but anyway, it was so much fun for me to have a moment where I could like subvert those expectations. Yeah. But I have you, cognitive dissonance about it. Was it a 
Was it a genuine connection that I was making with somebody no. on a common ground? Or Mm-mm. is it me going, I'm not as old as you think I am. I'm way yes. cooler than you thought, aren't I? Like that, right? That's probably yes. more the what it was. the perfect example is when this kid's like, do you know what a meme is? I want to say, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> 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 right, yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. it's not. Yeah. It's stupid. But what you're saying is like, and Scott, you could actually like hang. So that's a little different. But that is consistency with like, who I think I am, right? That's really important that sometimes we will distort. I mean, this is a very non-threatening example, right? But we will distort things in order to feel that consistency. And that if we're all running around doing that, then put us in couples and families and (laughs) school boards together, right? It's it's an interesting explanation for, you know, obviously it's very uh, one tiny piece and it's, there's no way this is the cause of all the things, but it is, it, it's kind of fascinating to think through this lens a little bit and just notice myself. Um, so for example, I consider myself somebody who I give money to anybody who is walking by and needs it, right? Like right. that's who I see myself as. And I don't care what they spend it on or judge it. I just, but I can't tell you, I mean, every time my brain goes, um, should, you know about the resources in this community. Maybe you should ask them if, it, you know, like I'm also a social yeah. worker. So I have to figure out what I'm going to do every time. It's stupid. And it's because that consistency bias requires me to navigate it over and over again because who I see myself as, and in that moment I'm too busy or I'm in a rush, it doesn't work every time. Right. right? Well, can can um, you can you then lean into it and say, so, so there, here's my question to you is, is a positive way, knowing what we know about this is a positive way of dealing with that is to say, yeah, I'm giving him five bucks regardless, but now I'm also going to make a note to call later and just see what the local programs are and like get more, you know what I'm saying? Can you do both? Yeah. Is what have I'm saying. Have a few brochures yeah. in your car so you can say, yeah. yeah, let me help you out. But you know, have you checked this place out? Yeah. Or yeah. something. So my whatever friend it is. does these, yeah. these little kits and we do them every year and they are, it's a bag. It reminds me of a Kim thing. Um, a baggie with, um, like a granola bar and some money and a bus ticket and information for like local resources. Sure. And so you just have them in your car, just hand them out. Yeah. Um, and since your cars are like refrigerators in this state for a long time, it's never a problem. <laughs> yeah, you're still, you're gonna have you can have raw meat in there, or whatever. Beef, it'd be yeah. fine. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, there's right, this, right, but, that movie yeah. about the kid uh, poisoning uh, his Uber water came out. Now I just hand those bottles out to the, um, the the people on the streets experiencing homelessness that I pull up to waiting at the at the left turn lanes. They sure. don't they don't care. They didn't watch Spree. They're gonna drink that water. They're fine with. Oh, it. they don't care. No one. Yeah, none of them saw Spree. And none of them should, honestly. Don't watch Spree. <laughs> don't, Wendy, you don't even know what this movie is, but don't no, watch it. and it, you're horrifying me. Yeah, that's bad. Um, I'll say this, though. Like, uh, okay, if if you have your cars loaded with little homeless packs, mm-hmm. and when you see someone who needs it, you give it to them, and that feels good. It's like, yep, I did a nice consistent. thing today. Right. Mm-hmm. Kim mm-hmm. has Kim's even separated them by female and male ones, so she's got like you know, feminine product stuff. And the one that you, you know, That's so great. and then the other one, she's got, I don't know what man stuff, but it's mostly, you know, granola bars and cologne. Yeah. I don't know what's in there, but anyway, yeah. it's, um, it's old spice. Yeah. Old spice. Uh, so she's got these separated like that. She gives them out all day. And the general feeling is we feel better having done that. 
Uh-huh. Like we have consistent. done a thing that seemed like it was helpful and we, and it's what we can do. And so that's my question. Do we sometimes do these things for, cause you question yourself, am I doing this? Cause I want people to know I did it. Am I doing it just mm-hmm. cause I really want to help that person? Like, where's my motivation right. in all this, right. yeah. but also isn't it sometimes just, I need to make a dent and I don't have any other control to make a dent, but here's one where I, here's where I can make a dent. And this is like politics or anything else that's so large and so out of our hands that it feels like, well, what's the point then? You know, and sometimes people right, feel right. like, oh, well, I'm motivated to get on social media and bark a bunch of stuff out that causes a bunch of people to yell at each other or whatever, but is it, it's not really doing anything. So I feel like I need to do something. So then you 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 pull back your view and you go, okay, well, I can do something right here. Right now I can give this guy a bag and it has cool stuff in it. And maybe, yeah. maybe, just maybe this will be a thing he'll remember. And one day down the road, he'll look at it or look back and go, oh, that one time they really saved me that week. I really need to clean things up. But, but, oh, but. that's a lot of pressure. But that's what I'm saying. It. That's the feeling of like, no, I have no power to do anything to fix a certain thing, but I can do this. But then I and, don't, and I'm, yeah. be consistent with what you perceive it of your of yourself. Right. Right. Like mm-hmm. there's somebody else who's passing by and this is not even taking one molecule of their brain power. They, they're not thinking they, they have a story already. Well, this person deserves it. The world you get what you deserve in this world. And that's that. Right. And there yeah. I mean, we could do a whole uh, hour on uh, the bad world syndrome versus I mean, there's there's a couple of dichotomies and people we can test this and see kind of how you score on like, is the world fair? Um, is it not fair? Like how you perceive things and your belief about this, how it overall functions has a lot to do with how you then respond. So what I find so interesting is tying that end piece to say you're 40 years old, how you got there is interesting because you're going to be wrong about how you think you got there. (laughs) Like that's what my takeaway here is like, you know, it's important for us to feel consistent. It's also important for us to maybe learn how to manage our cognitive dissonance in some, some different ways, like learn to be a little uncomfortable. Um, I mean, let's not take the handing food out to the homeless, but take something else where you're, you know, you're getting feedback, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That you did not do something consistent. And like, if you can bash that person, you, and this is where I think sometimes our internet behavior shows that like, it's just really satisfying to do venom backwards back at, you know, like mm-hmm. that's an exact way to handle cognitive dissonance is like, I can't actually hear the feedback. It is not consistent with who I am. Like, do you think trolls are walking around like, you know, I'm a troll and some do. Okay. But some, those are ones that are, well, they know how, but they know where consistent. their money, you, you follow the money with those guys. If they're making exactly, a lot of money right. being jerks, Versus you know, you the know, people the answer. who you are like, Oh, you're a troll. And they're like, what? like a mm. normal person with an opinion yeah and you're like okay and that's because we can you know again we're fighting for consistency yeah okay so thanks for letting me randomly experiment with the concept but i just thought this was funny and yeah no it's great it's good I, we still don't know what you're supposed to be reminded about though do we? i don't either so if anyone re-listens tell us yeah somebody <laughs> will find it maybe it'll come back to me someone out there but, will do it they'll do yeah. the work they'll go they'll dig through the file and they'll see it and they'll go, oh. It was at the beginning, the very beginning. Yeah, so. because we were choosing. You said, do you want to talk about mushrooms or do you want to talk about blank, right? Or was that, was that the uh, week before? Yeah, yeah. I so help remember. me out, anybody. Or right. send an email. 
Oh. I have a question that's not a dear prudence. Speaking of, speaking of which, <laughs> I'm not going to recommend it on our recommendals Wednesday thing, but Wendy got me just talking about the whole microdose mushroom thing. Uh, yeah. I forget the word, but anyway, these things. Um, I went and watched a, a Netflix documentary called, oh, what's the name? I wrote it down. Oh, yeah, you told me. Um, uh, I can't find it. Something you mis- told me mysterious it mushrooms is, or something. Uh, um, part of it, I was worried. I went into it thinking, this is going to be like propaganda for like, fantastic fungi. Fantastic <laughs> fungi. That's it. Yeah. It was really interesting. I really got a lot out of it. And what I didn't know is there's a famous dude who is famous for his work in mitochondria and all sorts of mushroom related stuff. And his name is Paul Stamets. And if that name sounds familiar to Star Trek fans, that's oh, the name they yeah. gave the mushroom expert on the discovery. Nice. The exact same name. And I didn't know that until I watched this documentary. But anyway, it was really interesting. And I, I got a lot out of it. And they talked a lot about the stuff you went over it last week. So if anyone's interested in checking that out, Netflix has it right now and it's called fantastic nice. funding. Guy. Okay. Now I also did have a thing I need to plug real quick. So My I apology, sent you sorry. a link yeah. to put it somewhere, Scott, for me. Okay. So, you know, people it's this time of year. My kid uh, is, wants to raise money. I'm not doing that ever again. That was terrible. And sorry. Anyway, <laughs> but I have a new one. <laughs> All right. That really is so cool. So I'm on a board of the girl on girls on the run. Which, if you are not familiar with, go Google it right now. It is the coolest program. It's for third to fifth grade girls. They go in the schools. It's after school program. And these girls train for a 5K. But that's not the whole point. That's like a part of it. But is they learn all these life skills and communication stuff. And it is just fabulous. And it's the age right before their self-esteem drops through the floor, right? It's mm-hmm. the age where friendships started getting way more complicated. Anyway, they just do such good work and all of it's so tested and validated and it's awesome. And my good friend runs the girls on the run here. And so I've joined the board and doing fundraising for them. And I said, what can I have my podcast people help me with? So she made, she showed me how to make my own little link. If you uh, feel the need to help young girls. Look at you. Am, you you got links. You, you learned, you learned what a I meme a is. Website. It's oh, I need a picture, but I can't find one. <laughs> anyway, I don't have any pictures of three to three to fifth grade girls. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's just really cool stuff. And we have this big fundraising luncheon. In fact, Carter has donated art to it. Scott, I need to follow up on what I'm going to have you donate. Yeah, I can, I can do that. stuff, whatever. Well, yeah. we should talk about what would be best, but yes, um, yeah. I'm in. So, so I just thought I, you know, it would, so it would show up at the auction at the, the fundraising luncheon thing. It would be like therapy Thursdays, friends, you know, donated this amount. And we'll just like, I don't know, take a group shot from the chat or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but it's just such a, such a cool program. If any of you have daughters in that age range, I would ask at your schools if they have it. If not, you can get it. I mean, it's all volunteer coaching usually. And these, the best part is the 5k is like so emotional watching some of these kids who you would think could never think they could accomplish this thing. And they're surrounded by like, they all are paired with an adult volunteer runner and everyone's got like glitter everywhere and tutus. And it is so fun. It's like this huge party. And these girls run a 5k learning all sorts of amazing skills and like 
it's just so fun. So yeah. if, if you can give a buck, awesome. If you can volunteer for them in your community, you should do it because it will make you believe in the world. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. good. All right. Once yeah. again, it's, it. uh, here it is. Girls on the run.org. Uh, yeah. is where you can and find out all about the Minnesota it. one is obviously specific to the one I'm working with. So it's, uh, G O T R M N. Um, but you have the link to the little fundraiser thingy that you I do. Did you put, put where did you send that? Did you send it I to, send my... it to your individual frog pants email here? No discord discord. Oh, why yeah. am I not seeing it? That's weird. Oh, there it is. Okay. I got yeah. it. Oh, and there's QR even, code, um, look at me. There's I'm even so the, wow. Next put, gonna I know what a gift meme is. We're not going to know what to do with it. I know, right? Oh my gosh. And a QR, QR code. code. What the frick? <laughs> This is amazing. I can't believe how far I've come. You're like a yeah. you're like a TGI Fridays during COVID with the menus and stuff. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, all right. Thank well, this you. is fantastic as always, and talking to you is always great. Don't forget Wendy will be in Vegas for a lot of you to see her. Very excited yeah. about that. And uh, that's coming excited. up in just a few weeks, a couple weeks really, two and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very yeah. close, Wendy. We look forward though to having you on next week right here on the show. Until then, have a great time. We'll see you next time. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye now. See ya. That was a good one. <laughs> Although it sounded like she was crumpling up some, uh, I know, like she, like she wadded up her phone at the end of the call (laughs) to throw out the trash. Yep, (laughs) memes, sound effects, boy, she's an internet wizard. She's figured everything out. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, All right, there she goes. Let's get uh, out of here. Let's get out of here. That's what we're gonna do. It's Thursday, so here's what that means: core at five o'clock. Coverville today. Yeah, no, no cover reel today. I did it yesterday because uh, I'm going to be working on my brakes today and trying to get out to lift. Yesterday I was like, well, I better not drive because I've got a cracked brake pad. But uh, uh, so I did cover reel yesterday. Here's what's great about it. it. It's a podcast. You can go and listen to it and you should because it's um, the music of Vangelis. So yeah, cover oh. of the Blade Runner theme. Uh, cover of Chariots of Fire. Uh, it's also got uh, Pharrell Williams, so you're probably going to be very happy about that. And the Eels, yep. if you've forgotten about the uh, who the Eels were, uh, Novocaine for the Soul, big MTV hit back in the 90s. And, um, oh, so good. Is Pharrell Williams still, he's still doing the hat and stuff, right? That's still his no, thing. No, I don't think he is. I found newer pictures of him because I always put a little photo on the, uh, yeah. on the thing. Yeah. And... Um, the newer pictures don't have a. He's got no hat. Oh, crazy! No hat. All these changes, man. The the weekend got rid of his weird jawbone implant things. It, I know that was just oh, for really? that was just for show at the time, but yeah, okay. He was trying to make a point or whatever. But um, oh, do you have any desire? He's got a new show coming out on HBO called Yes. Uh, I can't wait to watch that. That looks yeah, interesting. I need, the, I need to watch the um, was it the Rolling Stones interview with uh, David Letterman? No, it was uh, Bono and uh, Edge with David Letterman. I still mm. need to watch that one. Mm. I need to watch the Bruce Springsteen and Howard Stern thing. I mean, I'm so I'm so far behind. You're behind. You got all that Muse now. You got to get some other some of your old shit back in your brain. I did. I did put on a playlist of Muse videos because I've never seen any of them. And I was mm. like, oh, these guys make some. They they work with some great directors to make some kick ass videos. Or the big robot heads or the devil thing is that a part of their their video? It hasn't stuff? come up yet, but I'm sure I'm sure that it ha- it has in some of their newer videos. Because yeah. I miss bands with mascots like Eddie the Beast and you know, I agree. That, I love that, that stuff. big dude on the cover of Queen's News of the World. That giant yeah. robot that's holding a bloody Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he's got the blood finger. Because he dipped it yeah. in his chest uh, or whatever. That's yeah, exactly. that stuck with me for most of my childhood. Just the picture of that. I used <laughs> to think that was Stewie. so freaky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
I know. Anyway. I want to. I do want a 3D print. I want to find a 3D print model of that dude with little, you know, little bloody Freddie Mercury. There. It's got to be sad robot. Got to exist. Somebody's right? made it. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's made it. Somebody. If they haven't, they will now. The dog. The cat's yeah. out of the bag. I don't know where the dog's out that's of. Right. But the cat's out of the bag. The well, anyway, cat's out of the dog. Uh, so yeah, to, that's already up. So go get it uh, tonight. Core at 5 p.m. Lots to talk about there. We just found out what Greg Street's doing after retiring from Riot, and uh, it sounds really, really exciting. So that'll be oh, a part cool. of the discussion. Yeah, going to be good. To hear about it. I also played yeah. a rad game. I can't wait to talk about. So if you want to uh, hear all that, cool. that's tonight at 5 p.m. Mountain Time at FrogPants.tv, and of oh. course afterwards on the podcast. If you would like to join us on Patreon, we would not turn you down for as low as a dollar a month. You can get in at the ground floor and get most of the benefits that bene- uh, that come to everybody. But if you want to pay up to other levels, which would never hurt. Uh, there's all kinds of benefits you can get from that as well. You'll get art in the mail. You'll get a T level if you're into that. Uh, pre-show content every day. You get commercials uh, never, never a commercial, never an ad. Commercials and never. Commercials never. That's, you'll hear our theme song. Yeah, you'll hear our theme song every day that you listen. Uh, there will be what else? Uh, oh, other great monthly benefits. And tomorrow we're doing couch party. I don't know what we're watching. We gotta, yeah, I don't either. We haven't really talked about it. Um, we'll think of something. We'll think of something. If nothing else, then a um, then a uh, uh, Doom Patrol. But uh, yeah, well, we always have that to fall on. That's always if, a fallback. But I'd like to, you know, I'm sure there's some fun new thing that we could check out. Yeah, we'll mix it up. Um, the problem with Nope is we're about to. I think we're going to film sack that soon. As I soon think we're going to film sack Nope. Yeah. Yeah, Nope's going to get sacked. So that's what we have to do. We have to try to pick stuff like TV or if it's a movie one that we're probably not going to sack, although I kind of, I don't regret it, but that I really liked that Pedro Pascal thing, the um, sci-fi movie. What was that called? That, um, prospect. I don't, Prospect. I don't. I feel like that was better for Couch Party because there was so little dialogue. You would have had an impossible time trying to get uh, good audio clips for it for Film Sack. Yeah, it same with those. Really well for us to talk about. Exactly. I like it. We we will always watch movies we like. Like we're watching Creed this week. Creed's great. Yeah. But yeah. We think I, well, there's enough there. This. I've never seen it. <gasps> Brian is so wait. excited. Yeah. Although he doesn't get the cool Creed mustache till the third one, which always reminds me that. <laughs> It, it always makes me think, oh, right, this is Creed when he was growing up. No, this is Creed's son. It's got nothing yeah. to do with the original Creed. Uh, but this mustache he's got in the new one, yeah, throws me, man. Really? Okay. Yeah, it feels like it's and, 70s something. I know, it's weird. And once again, haven't even seen the movie yet, but I think I've already got my idea of what my opening is going to be. Yeah. I hope it's a Creed song. That's all I hope. It is. It is not. Oh, damn. It is. Uh, if if I go the direction I'm going right now, it's not even going to be uh, film set karaoke. So oh. it'll be a... It'll be a spoken thing. Well, then be very ready, everyone, for Film Sack yes, this weekend. Be ready. Uh, lots of other stuff going on. Uh, just check out the channels and the notifications and the whatnot so you'll be informed. Uh, everything else yeah. is at frogpants.com slash TMS, except for this song that we're about to announce. And then after right. the show, it'll be there. So you can go That's find right. out about it. But right now, Brian's going to introduce it. So, Brian, do that. And one more thing, guess the connection tomorrow morning, an hour before uh, Couch Party. Uh, that's going to be its regular time. I've got I've got stuff to give away. I've got uh, Rogue and Wolverine animated X Men glasses to Ooh, give away. Fancy little little juice cups, juice glasses for you. Nice. So I think that's what's going to be tomorrow. All, All right, right, let's get to in. this request. Easy, quick, and painless. Ryan from Michigan said it's a fun cover. Play it whenever you have a free day. Today happens to be a free day, mm. so let's play it. This is uh, Five O'clock World by Bowling for Soup. This is from their 2005 album. Bowling for Soup goes to the movies. <laughs> Nothing like it. I don't know why I said it like that. But <laughs> falling for soup goes to the movies. 
Anyway, uh, this is, uh, of course, originally done by the Vogues. Uh, no, it was not originally done by Drew Carey, although you might think so. Here is Five O'Clock World. All right, that's going to do it. We'll see the rest of you we don't see this weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Take care. Here's your song. like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Ridiculous. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.